Hey there, everybody, and welcome back to the brand new uh, campaign at Six Feet Under. We're going to be playing Mouse Guard for you. Yeah, welcome back. Welcome back for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> That's brand new. Uh, and those voices you hear are uh, just a few of our uh, party parties, perhaps, of this new campaign. So I'd like to invite all of our players to introduce themselves. Um, I guess I'll go first since my name is first. Uh, hi, I'm Arden. Uh, I'm a game developer. Um, I'm Spartella on Twitter, making a game called Date or Die, and I'm just really happy to be here. <laughs> and we're so happy to have you. Uh <laughs> Now, uh, Feats listeners uh, might recognize you from things like Monster Hearts. Oh, yeah, and uh, Night Witches, right? Night Witches. That was so much fun. Yeah. Hell yeah. That was my favorite. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> I'm really excited to be back. Thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. All right, who's next? Uh, I guess that would be me. I'm Ashlyn. I am the editor of Let's Play Dungeons & Dragons Encapsulated. Yeah, uh, thank you for being a part of our Big Bad Umbrella, and now uh, audibly for the first time. This is exciting. <laughs> I'm very nervous as well, but very excited as well. <laughs> great, great. Who's next? Hi, I'm Devious Vacuum. I was also in Monster Hearts and Night Witches. Um, I'm just some jerk on Twitter, and uh, thank you for having me back on your show. <laughs> You're my favorite jerk on Twitter. <gasps> it means so much. Definitely a top three <laughs> jerk on Twitter. <laughs> Oh. Hi, I'm Dracul. I'm from Let's Play the 13th Age. Never heard of it. Yay! <laughs> and for once, I, I cannot. I am not playing a dragon character because it is impossible. <laughs> Wait, can we this? have a lizard? Can we have a, a tiny... Can we have a gecko? Maybe he wears like a lizard mask. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Play a small mouse whose persona is a lizard. <laughs> <laughs> Works out, boom, done. <laughs> And that brings us to... Uh, yeah, so, hi, I'm Eliza. I live here. You already know who I am. Um, live here? <laughs> as in, I'm from also the 13th age. I mean, everyone knows who I am. <laughs> Don't you know who I am? <laughs> Come on! Like, literally the whole world knows who I am. <laughs> the like... most famous person on the podcast, for sure. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, and that would bring it to me. Hi, I'm Gnome. I am also from a bunch of stuff that we do, and I also write games and do things on the internet a lot. Like Panic at the Dojo, now yeah, like available on Kickstarter. No, it's not, because the Kickstarter ended a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Available eventually somewhere. Eventually Now in that soon. twilight time of was available and will be again soon. Yeah. As Kickstarters do. Well, and our sometimes. alphabetically last uh, player. Um, hello, I am Poever. I am here to try for a third time to make a character that doesn't ruin the campaign for everyone else. Hopefully this time it'll work out. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, for one, I, for one, I encourage you to make characters that ruin our games. Because that no, makes them more you fun. You shouldn't say that. You shouldn't, <laughs> you shouldn't invite me to do that. Don't My vote me. comes down on how you define ruin. Uh, yeah, I mean, in a good way. So Basically, I meant something that runs completely contrary to what the people, person yeah. running it is trying to do. Uh, oh, I like, oh, great, cool. I like how much our group is alphabetically stacked to the first few letters of the alphabet. Yeah, I was just <laughs> yeah. thinking about that. Like, we got like A, A, D, D, E, G, P. <laughs> yeah, the or last... whether 
is so powerful she takes up the entire second half of the alphabet. <laughs> well, I'm not even using my... But, uh, we barely answer, got to the second half of the alphabet, yeah. Uh, but now that you've met the players and before we've made our uh, mice, uh, my name is Grant and I will be uh, the GM for this game. Actually, does Mouse Guard have a special quirky name? I don't GM? remember. It might. It it has. There's no way it doesn't, right? Like, like the, Luke Crane wrote this. Yeah. Oh no, no, it's GM. It's just, huh. it's just oh, plain yeah. old. Put your pants on one leg at a time, GM. <laughs> How about that? GM in this game though stands for Grant Mouse, which is the mouse that <laughs> Grant plays. I was born to do this. Uh, so yeah, you might recognize my voice from uh, GMing the Thirteenth Age campaign and many of our bonus feats and the ones that I'm not GMing there's a good chance I'm a player in so yeah yeah, or the Hedgehogcast history honeys or a few other projects that I have under my belt because I am an insatiable uh, uh, glutton for for uh, uh, approval <laughs> at this point you're kind of like the Wolverine in publicity for podcasts oh yeah <laughs> except, that, except that Wolverine's profitable so uh, <laughs> <laughs> So uh, now we are going to be flipping to the back of our books, the recruitment chapter. It tells us uh, that creating a character is done in 21 easy steps, which I don't know if it's a joke, <laughs> but well, I kind of like it as a joke. <laughs> they have to be on some level aware of that. I mean, I do agree that many of these steps are very, very easy. I, yeah. I do really like that it says it sounds like a lot but it isn't it's like no i can count like 21 is a number <laughs> it's not no yeah it's, it's definitely number. quite a bit <laughs> yeah the first step uh uh is to get together and read each step and in its instructions aloud to the players this episode zero is rules as written folks we are doing oh, this right <laughs> So just imagine you're you're saddling up to the table in real life with a bunch of people who are as clueless as you are. I'm gonna yeah. go cook dinner while you read the rulebook to me. <laughs> <laughs> we do it this Only way for in... two reasons: one, it's faster, and two, it creates a full-fledged patrol rather than a collection of oddballs. Well, mm, I hate no. to disappoint you, Wait, book. What? <laughs> <laughs> huh. uh, clearly, we... never dealt with us before. It's like herding mice around here, I swear. Just see what we did to the last game. <laughs> Alright, let's go to step one, concept. Before we start, think about what kind of character you want to play in the world of Mouse Guard. A grizzled veteran, a young upstart, or something in between. What's their personality like? What's their specialty? Uh, does anybody have one they'd like to share? And if you don't have one yet, that's okay, because I think by just being impulsive and making some... Uh, decisions later on you'll you'll see a concept begin to emerge see shall we shall we like go around the table each step probably yeah more or less some some of these are going to be less interesting to to go around but i think concept is probably a good one for those who have one they'd like to share i'd love to hear them yeah, so this is, like, without name or rank or anything, so just to go into it. I'm a socialist agitator trying to make the world a better place for all of Mousekind. <laughs> Great. <Aww. laughs> 
this is off to a good start. Now, the the interesting thing is that uh, mouse society, when it's working as intended, is pretty close to what you're trying to get for. Yeah. You're just like going after that last five percent. And, and rooting out the people who are doing it wrong. Yeah, and getting in the way, kind of. Like, I was reading through Mouse Guard after coming up with the concept, and they're basically mostly there. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, we're doing pretty good, and there's a lot of logical reason this character would join the Mouse Guard, because they kind of share the mission state. Yeah. So I'm very Mouse Guard. Nice. Extremely Mouse Guard. Well, uh, I, have a, I have a concept. I didn't want to go first, because it's goofy, but um, I love my concept. I like to create characters based on experiences I've had in real life, and this character is based on um, about five years ago when my dad got cursed by an owl. Um, so, <laughs> Which is way so, deadlier at this scale. Yeah, so I thought that would be a really good uh, concept uh, for a mouse. Um, so, so in real life, my dad threw a football at an owl that was in our backyard because he's a monster. That's such a dad and- thing to do also. <laughs> Owls are perfect. Do so not hurt owls. The owl follows around when you know it's in, when it's here um, in the when it's warm and follows around and hoots outside whatever window of the house he's in. And this has been going on for years. And he expects me to feel sorry for him when he <laughs> threw a football at an owl. Anyway, the curse persists to this day. So my character is Zeke, and he um, he was a part of a, a a city or a town. I think I'm gonna have it be near Elmosk since that's a big tree. Um, and basically his concept is that his uh, hometown was uh, destroyed when um, his father led an expedition to kill an owl that was terrorizing them, and the owl mm-hmm. kill- destroyed the whole village, um, and he was the only survivor, or one of very few survivors, and um, it is generally considered to be um, that the survivors of that town are cursed and that the owl is going to follow them around for the rest of their lives until it exacts revenge on like his whole bloodline because his dad led the thing against the owl. So I'm very excited. This is, this is the mouse that, concept. I'm excited that I for owl curse. That is fantastic. Something the size of an owl would be devastating and also something the size of a football. Yeah, for reference, <laughs> owls are the dragons of the Mouse Guard universe. Oh my god! If 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 mice had like a weapon that was like a like a giant football launcher that could take down an owl, that would be <laughs> that would be something to work for. All right, uh, that's our level ten goal. <laughs> oh wait, this game doesn't have levels. Damn it! Okay. Um, in real life, the football wasn't hard, wasn't good enough. It, the football was not strong enough. Well, that's see, that's where this is fiction. We uh, <laughs> make the story more exciting. Does anyone else have a, a concept that they've been working on or are suddenly inspired? The most basic concept that I have for my character is that she is a um, she's a young tenderpaw. She's just joining the mouse guard, and she um, is a an idealist who um, feels she 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 kind of is just very reckless and very like eager to be a hero and and, and prove herself and. Um, She's kind of too inspired by like old legends of past heroes and stuff. She just she thinks she's invulnerable and, and she's very gung ho about it. Oh, that's cool. That's going to be fun. Yeah. I'm excited. So she will get into trouble a lot and who knows what'll happen. Maybe she will <laughs> learn that she's not invulnerable. Or maybe she is invulnerable. I mean who knows? Who knows how that I see it. 
maybe she'll have a, a real lucky streak and and prove everyone. Yeah. And, and yeah. I yeah. I like to think that there was like some accent or accident um, in her past, just not even just a couple years ago even that uh she miraculously survived and and thinks like oh wow I should join the mouse guard and become a hero <laughs> like you know. And... Just oh. the best possible take from a terrible situation. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like, she's the only person to walk away from, you know, something awful, and she's just like, Oh, man, I feel great. I'm gonna be a hero. Um, I kind of wanted to make, like, the team mom, I guess, if that, like, yes. makes sense. Like, I wanted yes. to make, well, like, yes, my character needs... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just, I, so I, I want to say, like, I didn't plan this <laughs> with you, or like, oh, I made a reckless young upstart, and I'm just like, I want to be a mom. Um, no, right. but, like, just like a, like, not old but like slightly older um the guard mouse who's like been in the patrol for a bit and also like is a baker and stuff and yeah nice. yeah all right we're on opposite teams because it sounds like we're gonna feel very similar roles. okay <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm imagining like anytime uh i go to like an outdoor concert or something and just the urge my wife feels to put like sunscreen exactly. on all these teenagers. <laughs> that's exactly it. It's like, please, that, that's the concept. You have to wear Fantastic. your cloak outside. It's cold, and you're a mouse. Like, <laughs> yeah, that is great. That's fantastic. Who else has one before I start calling on people? Well, I my concept for my character is a very young, uh, self-perceived dashing uh, rogue character who wants to be that uh, Zoro-esque figure slashing baddies with a sword and having adventures basically. Oh, that's cute. Very very naive to the world. That's cute. That's I love That'll be I fun. love rogues who think that they're dashing and <laughs> like that's like my favorite type of like that character. Yeah. The Gilder Golden Brass. <laughs> yeah. But hopefully not a giant asshole. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. No, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, yeah, keep the maybe. I like the maybe. We're not closing any doors yet, just opening them. All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I could go next. All right. So basically my character is actually already experienced, so she's been on the guard for quite a few years now, and it's pretty much because of her parents. One of her parents was part of the guard. She received entry. She was... Uh, you know, discharge honorably, and she decided to join up too. Okay, uh, so like a sort of a legacy thing. Pretty much, yeah. Cool, cool. Um, uh, so yeah, poor weather. So I sort of have like a a very basic central idea, and then like a two sort of sub ideas. So I'm not sure which to go with. I was kind of waiting to see the party make up. Um, the central idea was just to have like a sort of a a relatively like um. I really like a character that's a lot of books, because uh, there's like a book, they're not classes, but like a book skill skill set thing, this, yeah. uh, right? Like, what is it science called? mice are a big thing that none of us are doing much with, yeah. There's science mice, lore mice, cartographers, there are a lot of intellectuals. There's almost like library of... or librarian or something, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I that's a skill as well. People, and I had two sort of ideas of where to go from there. Uh, one was like a very sort of like... Um, a very sort of intellectual, sort of introverted, uh, so, like science uh, mice, mouse per ma- mouse character, uh, which and the other one was sort of like a uh, 
a so more sort of period appropriate take on a bard, like less so music and more like poetry and stuff. Oh, that's um, cool. Like that would like charm with the stuff the party does over the course of the campaign would be a bit more like social and maybe have a yeah. bit more physical skills. Oh yeah. And those but those both come from those would both be like sort of subservient to them, like doing a lot of stuff with writing and you know keeping logs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the basic concept. I haven't really decided anything about like their name or like their. Uh, like their sex or anything. Oh, um. Okay. I decided that they should be like a river patrol mouse or a guard mouse. All right, and that brings us right into the next step: the guard rank. There are uh, five ranks available, and ba-ba-ba. there are the tender paws, guard mouse, patrol guard, patrol leaders, and guard captains. Uh, they uh, are the ranks you can rise through, and they have sort of a. a continuum of skills. Tenderpaws are fresh recruits. They're not even technically full members. They're on sort of like a probationary period. They're on like an apprenticeship. Uh, But they have the most uh, promise. It's easiest for them to learn new skills and they're sort of like a a blank slate well of possibility there. And they have very, very high health ratings. Yeah, they have a lot of health and a lot of luck which which are good things to have. Yeah. Uh, Health uh, we're not getting into mechanics just yet, uh, but on this case, I want to point out that is a s- skill you roll, not like HP. Uh, damage works uh, on a completely different system to, say, 13th Age to go to our last yeah. campaign or, or any game like that. And then at the top end, Guard Captain, they're old, so they know a lot of things, but you know they got their aches and pains, much lower health rating. And rather than being able to uh, be lucky at learning new skills out on the road, they start with a lot of skills. But it's hard to teach an old mouse new tricks. And then everybody else sort of lands in the middle on that uh, sort of spectrum. But, but, but who has thought... Uh, I mean, we already have two who have uh, called out that they are tender paws yes. uh, yeah. and drackles characters yeah who else has chosen uh either before we started talking or now in the moment a rank uh i marks is my mouse's name <laughs> of course it is <laughs> i don't know why i'm like surprised <laughs> marks is a patrol guard right in the middle of the road uh okay so patrol th- guards are veteran guard mice responsible for complicated or independent Missions. Yeah, so they're like, it's like the highest tier guard mouse before you start getting into administrative stuff. Basically, yeah. Uh, my character Zeke, uh, I chose guard mouse because he's not really interested. I don't think in advancement. Um, he's just sort of looking for something to do, and that's why he joined mm-hmm. the military because there wasn't anything else to do, and he can keep moving um, so that he doesn't draw the owl's ire to any of the individual cities. <laughs> oh man, I'm really ex- I'm so excited. This, see, this is the thing because he thinks the owl is hunting him, and maybe it's true, maybe it's not. It's up to our GM, but uh, so he's got to keep moving. So that's why later we'll get in. later. I chose yeah. other things too, like that, oriented toward moving around all the time. Yeah. Can I be in your squad? I really want to deal with the owl. <laughs> <laughs> I want to fight an owl. We'll see. I I'm ambiguous right now. Yeah, I'm. I'm thinking that schedule permitting, I foresee a lot of mix and matching between. Honestly, yeah. yeah the only thing I can right. see is like maybe putting like the two like two older characters into two younger characters, making sure they're separate. Separate, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, 
Um, I was thinking for for mine, I probably like a patrol guard, uh, not like a leader. Even though, um, like she does take on like kind of a a leadership role, but it's more in a way that like she wants to look out for people who are like directly under her care and not like do supervision mm-hmm. stuff, like. Yeah. Um, also, patrol guards start with the healer skill. Yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> they have like cook and healer, so that seemed more appropriate yeah. than like the, the yes, leader skills. Absolutely. Okay. Oh yeah. I uh, chose patrol leader, so GM have mercy on us all. <laughs> all right, some somebody's actually in charge for once. Goodness. Uh, I mean, yeah, your whole concept is being experienced and knowing your way around yeah. the territories. That's perfect. And, uh, as you said, my character, whose name is Tander, is a tender paw. <laughs> so it's very fresh and tender paw. That's his nickname. All right, and uh, that brings us to poor weather. Well, like I said, I'm not really sure between like uh, guard mouse and patrol guard because like I wanted a character who like has like a lot of experience with like technical skills, but not so much with um, actual field work. I'm not sure how that would fit exactly. Looking at the ages, I guess like uh, uh, patrol guard. Isn't really one of those, yeah. What's our? Uh, there isn't really someone who is skilled in the knowledge stuff who isn't also at least decent yeah. at all the physical stuff. At, at least at this point, yeah. we'll be picking more skills later. I, That's true. With the rest of these twenty-one easy my steps. My idea was that my character was someone who would have joined the mouse guard after they'd already like had like an education. Uh, so mm-hmm. I wasn't quite sure how that would mesh. Uh, what do you think, Ironicus? They'd probably be at least a patrol guard then if they've already. Well, I mean, that's really more of a measure of uh, how capable you you are or have proven to be over your time of service. Maybe God is more appropriate then, but then they kind of... The skills don't seem to quite fit. Then take Patrol Guard. Uh, if so, we are, we are deciding that you have a capable mouse who is trusted to do things on their own, which is perfectly fine i think that fits your uh your concept question are the are these skills associated with each rank are they just like suggestions they're your baseline swap them out you get all of those you get that pile to start with oh we just have those but we add more late we add more yes there are steps to add more and um different ranks get different bonuses at random parts of character i might i might flip-flop and switch to guard bounce later i reserve the right to yeah Yeah, i'd like to be lower rank now please (laughs) <laughs> I, you know, we haven't started yet, so everything's still up in the air. And I don't have to make decisions. For sure, for sure. All right. Uh, now, like I said, the next step is choosing skills. The character sheets list a number of skills that are most common to guard mouse, guard mice. Your character won't start with ratings in all of these. Your rank determines your starting skill package. In the next steps, you'll choose to focus on a handful of skills. You can learn other skills during play or rely on your patrol mates to pick up your slack. You are a team, after all. You don't get to pick from everything. Uh, there's going to ask you. The book is going to ask us some questions, and depending on your answers, gives you a small list of skills to pick from. All right. So the first bit of skills you get is picking where you were born. There's a list of like ten cities here, but the map we have has like twenty cities. Yeah, the uh, places listed are the eight most populous uh, settlements in the territory, so statistically, you're likely to be from there. But as we all know, PCs uh, tend to buck the odds. 
So if you pick, if you want to be from a city that's not one of these, you can kind of make up a skill and a trait to take. Mm-hmm. Just to, to, I don't know, peel back the curtain a little bit for listeners, uh, I know some of you already have picked yes. cities that are not Barkstone, Copperwood, Elmos, Ivydale, Lockhaven, Portsumac, Shaleboro, or Spruce Tuck. And that is cool. We will figure it out. Which... I should just, for, so everyone knows, I when I first read this book, I, I was sure it said space truck. <laughs> oh, man. That is a good point. Like, that's where I'm God, from. I want to be from space truck. They're known for their scientists. <laughs> <laughs> Spruce Tuck is a really cool city that's built inside of a uh, hollow tree, so it's very vertical, and everything's like pulleys and dumbwaiters. It's great. Oh, it's cool. On the topic of cool cities, though, Lockhaven, the capital of the Mouse Guard, built inside a beehive. That's really neat. Or at least the roof of the place is a giant beehive, which yeah, is yeah, it's rad. like the top part of it. Yeah, mm. they they train bees and harvest their honey, and then also the bees like are deterrents for attackers or whatever. It's, it's pretty rad because no one wants to fuck with bees. Oh, and there's all those skills. There's all those skills that you can take, which I like. I didn't pick, but somebody has to. Some of y'all have to do it, because there's so much, like, animal training type stuff. If we don't have an insectress, I'll be sad and I'll respec. (laughs) I'll respec to have a spider pet. It would be a shame not to have anyone. So let's see, uh, we already covered in our, um, when we talk concepts, that uh, Ashlyn's mouse is from Lockhaven. Yeah. Yeah. So that's one down. Um, yep. Uh, yep, yep. Uh, so the way it works is when you have your city, uh, either from this list or we invent one, uh, there are two skills and two traits beneath it. You pick one of each to add to your character. Um, I was looking at Ivydale because there's like bakers and stuff there, and that was cute. But then I saw Shaleboro, which is a simple town known for known for its delicious drinks, delicious and I kind drinks. of want like to make like wine mom mouse yeah like a little bit yeah, yeah. so and i feel like i'm open-minded yeah i feel like i have to do that <laughs> no that sounds really good i was yeah. stuck between uh port sumac and shellboro and i started also leaning more towards shellboro so i don't know we'll see uh i'm gonna go spruce tuck regardless of which uh which like uh one which character wants to go through because every slash i just want mouse to work um yeah although i don't think my character was born there they just they're studying um, something I should mention probably because scientist is a weird skill that like doesn't work like other skills. Yes, I, I did look at it briefly, but it's been, you like, did look at it. Okay, well I should still probably go for the podcast. So most skills work how you'd expect skills to, but a lot of them have like unique corner cases that they work in, and scientist is one of those. Um, if you science good enough, you can kill much bigger animals or capture much bigger animals yeah. than other mice could because you outthink them. Yeah, it's great. Uh, <laughs> like lay a, like a bear trap or a football launcher or whatever. <laughs> I'm amazed no one else is playing scientists. Like I'm, I'm kind of shocked. I was jump on that. yeah. There's too many cool ideas. Yeah, there's a lot of like really cool stuff in the in the book. Come on, David Peterson, Luke Crane. Why are you giving us so many cool things? <laughs> well, that's why we have that's why we have eight players though. So mm-hmm. yeah, we can cover some of that. Uh, so, my character is from one of those unique places that's been forbidden. Woodstuff's Grove, uh, which I decide, it's one of the p- colonies on the edge of the Mouse Empire. 
mm-hmm. and uh, I decided that they keep spiders. They harvest their yes. silk and make all of the clothing that most of Mouse Empire uses. So what uh, what skill and what trait do you get from being from Woodstuff's Grove? Uh, the skill I got is labor, and I decided that the two skills would be laborer and um, insectress. Probably. Yeah, yeah, because one of them keeps the spiders, and the other one harvests the silk. Laborer is basically your strength check in this game, besides the health stat. Um, and then I, for the trait, I took Driven. They are very single-minded and focused. Cool, cool. Uh, I haven't been writing those cities down, but I believe everyone has said on mic a city they come from. Yes? Is anyone I gotta, not? I gotta say a thing. Oh, um, yes. I did say I did say Elmas earlier, and I chose it because uh, because the trait is alert. And, um, but I also have a whole friggin' paragraph that I will never say out loud, um, until the real podcast, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, I was like, oh, well, there's the city that got destroyed, and then there's, like, the city next to it, which is the city I got the ideas from. So from Elmas, um, so this is near Elmas, and then I was like, what's a name that sound, that is now known as Owl's Hollow? I like the idea of the owl as a dragon. It makes, it makes so much sense. It's basically yeah. a dragon. Yeah. So maybe it used to be called Brown Hollow, but now everybody just calls it Owl's Hollow. It's everything. They did not resettle. Everything's destroyed, and now there's an owl that lives there. And that's it. Um, but from Elmas, um, I, I took the trait Alert, and I took the, the skills are Carpenter and Harvester, and I took Harvester, and because um, my mouse, I guess, is from Simple Means, and so I had his parents be Harvesters. Plus, carpentry is a, uh, a skill that you have when you don't move a lot. That's yeah. true, yeah. There's no point in building furniture if you keep moving. I mean, it wouldn't make sense to you for you to pick carpenter when your whole backstory is they didn't rebuild. <laughs> yeah. No, because everyone died. <laughs> oh, man. I, th- I think it would be cool. It would be cool to go there in the campaign and, like, see this, like, ghost town, right? Yeah. There's, there's Very a weird... Yeah, like I was thinking, like the Chernobyl district. Like you, you drive yeah. off the uh, the owl, and then people suddenly come back in, and it's full of owl pellets. Which, if you're a mouse, oh my is that god, oh god, what if it is? Thing. Oh my god, that that's like a, a that's a, a, a horror movie. Oh, oh. In my restless dreams, I see that place. Science monster declared <laughs> that mice can't live there for ten thousand years. Yeah, just to be safe. The next step that gives you uh, some of your skills, we now move into the life experience questions. Oh, um, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't say what skills I have from my town. Oh, from, that matters. from being a Lockhaven native. Right now I'm from Port Sumac. And, oh, yes, that's uh, right. I took the skill Boat Crafter and the trait Tough. Good. Tander is a, a, came from a, a, a laborer family and wants dreams of adventure. I also had uh, a quick question about... Um, sure. town skills so if i wanted to would it be okay if i like mixed and matched like one like if i said i was from shaleborough but for skills i took baker instead of like one of the ones available just because i feel like it works with my concept a little bit better i'll allow it okay, yeah thank you um i had also um been eyeing shaleborough and i went with that and because uh they get the mason skill and I kind of like the idea of the accident being something masonry related. That sounds right. dangerous. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was, it was bad, you know. It They're was just rough. mice. 
It just might. <laughs> this whole stone wall or something fell over. Alright. So, uh, as I was saying, now we talk about your life experience. There's a list of uh, a couple dozen skills on page 303. I think it's every job. Like, every yeah, possible it's, job you could have. Yeah, all the skills that apply to some sort of, of trade or profession. Pick an area in which you're naturally talented. Tenderpaws and guard captains choose two. Guard mice, patrol guard, and patrol leaders choose one. So, having read it a little bit, I'm realizing this is the only place where you can pick either lore mouse or scientist, which are both important skills okay. for the concept that I, that I pick. So I'm going to min-max and say I pick one of those depending on the concept. This is when it's going to become a bit difficult to have not picked the concept. Fantastic. Let's pretend I'm going with scientist for the purpose of this uh, recording. Um, in that case, I will say that I pick scientist, not because it didn't necessarily, you know... If I were role-playing, I would probably pick something different, so it would be like, you know, a contrast between what my character's good at and what they have, ne have ne become good at due to nurture. But since it's, you know, the only chance I get to pick it, I'm just going to take it now. So. We'll make another duplicate recording where you re you pick Loremouse instead, and we'll <laughs> play it out the same way with you saying Loremouse instead of Scientist. I'll see if we can get the site to randomly play one of the two versions. Alright, so, uh, does anybody else have a choice that they think is interesting or, or they want to talk about? Because some of this is where some of them get a little grand. Yeah. But yeah, right. Drackle. So... Uh, my, uh, my character uh, is skilled in fighting, obviously. They've spent many, many hours uh, swiping at a, a dummy with a sword and practicing. Oh, what was their name? <laughs> and then uh, I also gave him the skill of Weather Watcher, since I figured working with boats and probably having to do a little bit of sailing there, they have some skill in watching the weather. Weather Watcher is a very good skill, too. It is. All right. Uh, anybody else have uh, want to tell a story about their naturally talented pick or picks? Uh, Marx is the naturally talented healer. Cool. Got to take care Ooh. of everyone. Hearing a pregnant pause. Uh, hopefully everyone has made a decision, whether they voiced it out loud. Uh, what was um, your parents... Hmm? Well, okay, so, so when, you, when you choose them, do you put, like, two points into them, or...? Uh, okay, I don't so think we're, if you we're pick, not assigning numbers they, yet, right? We are assigning numbers. Um, if you oh. pick a skill you do not have, it starts at two. If you pick a skill you already have, increase its number by one. Okay. Um, since you're ten to pause, you have to pick two different ones during this. Step. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, so, I was because I, I was taking hunter also, just uh, yeah. eyeing it to kind of like figure out how many I put in. Sorry, go ahead. Yep. I was planning on taking pathfinder because as a new leader, I have to make up for the mistakes of the rookies at this point, so I have to find them. <laughs> me every time. <laughs> We've got two I rookies. Remember, I don't remember like what sequence of events led to these numbers because I did not write that down. Yeah. Um, but it's correct. But uh, I ended up with <laughs> uh, with Pathfinder as my my number one thing, and and then I, I emphasized Pathfinder, Scout, and Survivalist. Um, but number one is th the number one thing that I ended up with the most in is Pathfinder. This idea of like moving around all the time, always moving from one place to another, so everything is centered around that um so that's kind of where i am and then other things right. because i had no other choice i couldn't choose one of those three so i had to do something else so also have those <laughs> very very focused 
Okay, cool. cool. It doesn't feel focused. Like I really, I was like, what is this? What am I gonna have to pick? Like, um, like I have stuff like harvester and cook and stuff like this, and I'm like, what? What does this have to do with anything? But by the end of it, you have a bunch of stuff all over the place, regardless of how focused you're trying to be. It's kind of geared to spread you out, which brings us to the next thing that'll spread us out. What was your parents' trade? Which brings us to the next thing. Uh, What was your parents' trade? Choose one skill from the following list. It's a shorter version of that previous list. Also note this skill next to your parents on the character sheet. Yes, this is a game where there's a slot for parents on your character sheet. What if your parents are dead or otherwise, or, you know, incapacitated? Well, you still write them down. They were still your parents. What if you (laughs) never knew your parents? They don't cease to exist from history once they're gone. What if you were born from, like, a mouse sperm bag? who adopted you? Oh my god. I want you to never I want you to go back in time and not say that. <laughs> what if you have separate uh separate like adoptive parents and like regular parents and your adoptive parents died? What if I have like 14 parents and I can't fit them all on the paper? I'm sorry. I'm getting out of hand. Let's let's <laughs> let's get back to get back to us. What if I spawned out of the ocean and I don't have parents? Exactly. Don't know what parents You're getting are. it now. <laughs> What if you were cryogenically frozen by, like, the past mouse civilization? Oh my and, like, god, but please do that, actually. Have and it's just not possible to know how many parents you had. Also, I any. just noticed that I've written the legal thing. Labor isn't an option for your parents' trade. I have to remove one point of that skill. And I'm going to uh, take Insectress. Let's start learning spider lore. You didn't read ahead like I did, so you can min-max. I did read ahead, and I failed to read correctly ahead. Alright, are we putting two for the skill... You choose one skill from the parents trade list. Yes. If it's something that you haven't picked before, you get it at rating two. If it's okay. something that you have picked before, you add one to whatever okay. it's added up to at this point. Okay. So it goes zero, so, two, three, four, five, etc. Okay. So so every time I add a skill I've already had, I add one to it. Yeah. Right. Yes. Okay. So Tander's parents uh, obviously were. Uh, our boat crate boat makers so uh, that brings me to a skill rating of three in boat craft correct that's gonna I'm sure he finds that life extremely boring <laughs> well that's why he's practiced all his time with a sword mm-hmm. all right how do you convince people that you're right or to do what you need patrol leaders and guard captains choose two all others choose one between manipulator order or persuader, uh, which means that everybody gets one except for Ashlyn. Yes. Can I take persuader twice? I really want someone to do something. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, I should go over the differences in these skills quick, because they sound very similar, but they're not at all. They're completely different skills. Uh, manipulator is lying. You lie to people. Persuader is telling the truth. You convince them through legit means. Uh, orator is you're talking to a crowd. You can't use that one-on-one. What if you tell them half-truths? Uh, manipulator. Oh. So any amount of lie tarnishes the whole thing. Yeah. If you're trying to manipulate them into doing something that is against their best interest, that's manipulator. And you don't use half-truths when it's in their interest, usually. But you can manipulate people using the truth, too. You can, in which case you roll manipulator. I see. Persuader... Is when you're not doing trickery. I understand. So it's the intent that matters. Pretty much. And now we figured out mouse morality. <laughs> what about orator, though? Orator is, is uh, talking to a crowd. I see. Giving speeches. 
convincing a whole mob to do what you want them to. Or, you know, your battalion. Yeah. The people that work under you. Yeah. For obvious reasons, Marx is an orator. <laughs> if only we did, like, unique episode titles from dialogue, that would be... <laughs> hey, I could. That's true. I, I mean, we could start that <laughs> tradition right here. Uh, has everybody made their choice yep. for that skill? All right. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. A young mouse seeking to join the guard applies in either the spring or fall. They meet with a guard mouse in charge of new recruits and are welcomed into Lockhaven. These raw recruits are then distributed among the various trades mice in Lockhaven to act as uh, assistants, laborers, and apprentices. Uh, so. With whom did you apprentice for the guard, and what was that mouse's trade? Uh, you get to choose one uh, skill from the list below, because you worked in that trade. And you also get to name uh, your senior artisan. If you can't come up with a name right now, that's fine. There's a lot of time to make up fake mouse names. Yeah. Um, wouldn't it kind of make sense for, like, your the person you... Uh, uh, mentored under the person like you like the apprentice under there we go um wouldn't that be like kind of like similar to like what your family did considering it said like your family um usually determines like what you what mm-hmm. job you have i mean yeah uh yeah it you could take the same thing like twice. i know i know it's not like guaranteed that but i just like would it be like most common to just apprentice under the thing that your parents did i think even in yeah. the in the lore in the book it talks about like yes that's what they do or something similar yeah that's that's what i was getting yeah, that's at. what usually happens if if you start thinking of reasons you can think of plenty of other reasons like oh they already had all the masons they needed or etc yeah yeah or even like i started apprenticing during like a food shortage so they needed me to help like harvest right. or something instead of mm-hmm. like yeah oh man what if uh, I started apprenticing as a baker under your character. Oh, that'll be cute. <laughs> I'm gonna do that. It sounds good. That's you can do really that. Good. That's great. I, like, I support this. Okay, so what is your character's name, Arden? Uh, have you named? I was gonna go with Vivian because it's a very mom name. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good idea. Or Viv. <laughs> uh, Mark's uh, apprentice under a cook named Trickle. That's cute. <laughs> uh, I had originally picked Cook, and now that I'm looking at this list again, I'm switching it to Cartographer, because that complements uh, Pathfinder and Scout, obviously, yeah. a lot more. Yeah. So, Zeke apprenticed under Sarah the okay. Cartographer. Uh, if uh, I was also going to go for Cartographer. We have two Cartographers. I mean, they, they might both be Zeke, but yeah, go for it. I ended up taking armor for my parents and for my mentorship, so... Actually, that's fine. Mm -hmm. Actually, I wonder if for Tinder it'd be maybe more fitting if he apprenticed under the weaver so he could make a a really cool uh, By the way, if you pick uh, armorer or smith, then uh, I'm going to, for canon's sake, say that your uh, mentor... In, in this trade was named Midnight. So so that's one less decision you have to make. What's a, what is it? What's a glazier? Uh, glass, glass person. Uh, glass. glass making person. Oh, glass. Yes. Okay. Well, hmm. Weaver's a good choice, honestly. Especially since I now switched from labor to insectress, so we'll have a spider. Although in my case, I, I don't know, like, 
cartographer would make more sense based on his background. Like, he's got some sailing experience. Yeah. So that would make sense. Yeah. But, we, mm-hmm. like, they both make sense. I guess... I mean, a lot of things make sense. But also, you like, I can pretty much anything. pick up those... I can pick up more skills later, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll start Actually, under the skills chapter, there's a whole thing about complementary skills. Like, I think Carpenter is listed specifically for Boatmaker or whatever. So... Okay, I'm gonna go Cartographer, and then I'll add okay. Weaving in later. Because he's, he's not great at it right now. Cool, cool. He wants his, his, one of his goals is to make a really cool clip. I, I also like how that gives you... You know, something in common to talk about with uh, Zeke. What did your mentor stress in training? After apprenticeship, the recruit is assigned a mentor. Uh, the guard mu- this guard mouse slowly introduces the tender paw to patrolling and other guard duties. Uh, the tender paw's job is to do the labor and the grunt work, so the mentor's paws in mind are free for facing the dangers they encounter. Patrol leaders uh, choose two skills from a four that were uh, uh, stressed by their mentor. All other ranks choose one. You also get to name them, and uh, our tender paws should pick someone else in the party as their mentor. Okay. Uh, for me, I uh, think uh, tender would focus on fighting. So. Well, here's the question. Who in this party is going to focus on fighting with you marks would focus on defending so i don't i don't know if that would be the best choice defending is a kind of fighting it is a kind of fighting i was going to take fighter so i'd be at a full fighter as well okay yeah i I could be so so here's a there's a legacy where uh ashlyn's mouse learned fighting from their mentor and you're now passing those down to tander those skills it's really awkward though because my character is using an axe and he's using a sword. Still, things you can learn, maybe. <laughs> I mean, how different can they really be? <laughs> here's, your, here's your first weapon. Here's your first lesson. How heavy an axe blade is. <laughs> I like this. I like this. My mentor focused on healing. Their name is Ren. And that's all I gotta say on that. Really? You, you sure it's not like Frederick or something? You sure? <laughs> Nah, she's red. Okay. She has a very sour disposition about the world and generally thinks I talk too much. I think my mentor would have also focused on healing, and that's like. Yeah, what I would be. Okay, we're definitely on I know! I, I'm we're building almost the same I, mouse. I feel bad, like. Dad. <laughs> I feel bad I can change Wine Mom Mouse a little bit. Don't like... you dare change Wine Mom Mouse, even if. <laughs> yeah, please. I love her. Uh, do we necessarily have to pick someone else in the in the group, or just, just the just, tender paws? Or? Just the tender paws. Yeah, just the tender paws. The tender paws should, because this is describing the part of your career you are in right now. Because yeah, we're still in training. Yeah. This is in the right mentorship now, part. Yeah. yeah. Okay. If you did want to pick, like, could you pick my character as your mentor? Or am I not high enough, like, ranking? Oh no! You totally could. Yeah. Okay. A- anyone guard can be a mentor. I'll be. I'll be your mentor. Are you focusing on healing then? Is that is that why I put for mine? Yeah. Sounds good. I am just like, I have just like this this cool smattering of like basic skills. I just have like seven or eight basic skills. You're gonna now. get so much beginner's luck, which is the funnest rule. Tender paws are good at beginner's luck. What's uh beginner's luck? 
beginner's luck is that if you don't like if you don't have a skill, you roll. I think it's nature or health or something, and then tender paws are really high nature and health, so they just oh, roll great with things they don't know how yeah. to do. There, there are a couple different ways to use a skill you don't have. Beginner's luck is the only way to do that that also starts you on the path to learning that skill. Alright, so that's what, step five out of ten? <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> don't say that. Seven more hours to go and we can yeah. start What's playing. your specialty? Everyone except Tenderpaws chooses a skill from the list below. Uh, we don't have well, specialties. Everyone must have a unique specialty. No two players can have the same skill. So that means the other five of you choose between these six. Or seven. Eight. So, yeah. since... Well, uh, no, you you and I are the ones with like, really similar characters, right? Yeah. Okay, so maybe yours could be healing and mine could be, like, instructor, since, like... Okay, sounds great, because I have no instructor and I've already written down healing. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> that works perfect. Because the thing is also, like, it says no two characters, your new two players can have the same skill, but also, like, we are two separate groups, so, I mean requiring like seven or six or whatever people to, to I guess it'd be five because we have two tender paws um, I, I mean I guess I guess that's not a problem then if we have two tender yeah. paws it be a it's like eight skills to divide among five people right right yeah. but just like encouraging no overlap whenever uh, yeah we're gonna actually be having our group anyways yeah I, I'm a, I'm willing to fudge the no overlap rule once for this group I also already have my character sheet filled that, and I picked Pathfinder. I hope that's okay. Does anyone want to fight with me? I'm a weather watcher. Uh, whether I, I'm a weather watcher, but I'm also a tender pulse, so I'm not in the so running. So you don't get yeah, that's not your specialty. So. Yeah, it's too late. We're gonna have to do over this. <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm not in the contest. You don't have to shoot me. Don't take backs. So that brings us to I guess Ashlyn to pick one. I think I'll just take a fighter. Easy enough. It's also very helpful, <laughs> considering everyone else. <laughs> everyone else is like baking cookies and like yeah, like farming stuff. Like, all right. So uh, this is a little bit of homework because it's literally bookkeeping. But this is the uh, point where you check all your choices, and make sure you got everything right, and tally up your numbers. And I trust you to do that on your own time. We're running a show here. Dang it. <laughs> yep. uh, oh, now yeah, it's not, the fun part. Uh, I love this part. This is probably now we determine part. our nature. Everyone starts with a base nature of three, and then answer the three following questions to determine your final starting nature score. Nature is a trait that basically measures how mousy you are, and you can tap into it to get a really big dice pool when you need it. But sometimes that taxes it, and you wind up something else. You can use it for anything, but if you use it for non-mousy things, um, it, it yeah, comes in a you can use it up, basically. Like, you get weakened for it later. Uh, what happens if you have, like, no nature? If your nature falls to, I think it's either one or zero, you get really sullen and have a bad time and can't relate to other mice, and you gain a negative mm -hmm. trait. Then, oh. if I'd your like nature ever have, goes like... all the way up to seven... You become too mouse-like and scared, and make a bad mouse guard member. So you gain a different negative trait. I want my if I want my character to be like a bit, a uh, bit like 
not very good at social stuff, would it be appropriate for him to have like a very low nature? We will find out by answering these three questions. Yes, and that said, higher nature is less social. Because mice are inherently antisocial and they stick together oh. in a more human-like way. Lower nature hmm. is more human-like, so you relate to others better. You're more social. So Marx has a low nature. So let's go through the questions because they're great and we should all answer all of them. Yeah. Alright, so before answering these, everyone starts at three. The first question, do you save for winter even if it means going without something now, or do you use what you have when you need it? If you save for winter, increase your nature by one. If you do not, you may take the bold, generous, or impetuous trait at level one. Traits are a good thing to have. But then again, so is nature. Is, it, is this like, uh, this is one thing I wasn't clear on. Um, so when it says you may take, is that like that's an option to you, or do you get that extra trait uh, right now? No, yeah, you get that right now. That is your trade-off. You're either taking... Yeah, I think it says may because you pick one. What are the differences between the two? Okay. Well, uh, between bold, generous, or impetuous? Mm. Well, I mean, they're all mechanically the same because a trait is a trait is a trait, but like, they come up in the story differently. Have you ever played Fate, Drackle? Yeah. Oh, Traits work like fate aspects. Oh, okay. If they would hinder you, you gain points to spend for bonuses later. If they would help you, you get a bonus from invoking that they help you. I imagine this is this is kind of like a background in Thirteenth Age. Roughly so I'm trying that. to decide if my character of Tander would be bold or impetuous about not saving for winter, or just in general. But or in general, I mean, yeah. the the bold trait sounds very Tander, frankly. I'm going to go with bold, yeah. Uh, Marx is generous for obvious reasons. They do not save for winter because they give it all away. Oh my god. I'm glad. I, I was worried that my character would be like the only like gimmick. No offense. I don't mean that. <laughs> um, also, I, was, I was also torn about this. This is the one that I, that I, I chose... Um, I also chose use what you have when you need it, but it's because Zeke doesn't think that he's, like, he doesn't have any promise that tomorrow's gonna come, so he's like, you know, might as well, there's no point in, in waiting. Okay. Um, and I yeah. think I'm gonna take generous, because uh, the other two don't really fit. Here's here's a question. Did anyone did anyone choose that they uh, they saved for the winner? I, I did, actually. Uh, yeah, I, I did, did too. Because, like, several people like several people in a row were like, Nope, I just use what I need it, and I'm sitting here thinking, like, that's what I was going to say, too. I'm like, did anyone? Raise your hand if you did. Well, you don't want, you don't really want, like, six, all six nature, I think, so. Marx is I... all for the greater good. I'm going to give it all away. No, see, no, we have to save something. Oh, my God. <laughs> and you thought you'd be making identical characters. All right. <laughs> yeah, th this is going to be probably our point of contention. Does it actually, like, say what each of these traits, like, do somewhere? Because I'm like... Uh, yeah, there's a thing earlier. Uh, I can try and find it. It's very it. general, it's, it, the description. They're very general. Yeah, it's yeah. more like a vague description of what your character's personality is, I guess. Okay, because I, I was going to take bold, but I was just wondering, like, what that means for my character. Besides that she's bold, right. which obviously... I actually just found it immediately. The bold rush into action without a thought for their own safety. Daring yeah, stratagems, reckless, reckless abandon are hallmarks of the bold. Forethought and caution are not for these mice. Okay, cool. H260. Nor long life. Yeah. No, she's invulnerable. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. She can't die. Oh, that's a good trait. Right. 
Oh. I was going to look up impetuous because I wasn't quite sure what that did, but that isn't even in the book. I think you just got to check the dictionary for that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to because it's not here. Yeah. <laughs> it's a required reading for mouse card. Yeah. That's more like I'm going to do the, the wrong thing or the bad idea, like, just to cause trouble versus bold is like, I really okay. think I'm immortal. Yeah, yeah. Wh- which I is why it. that sounds like impetuous a real hard decision like... for Tander, actually, either way. Right. Yeah. Well, it's think, just a word I haven't heard a lot, so I wasn't sure exactly what I meant. Tender seems like the, the, he's the sort of character that like would eat would eat the food whenever he's hungry. Okay. Like, okay. Yeah. So that brings us to the second question. Uh, when confronted, do you stand your ground and fight, or do you run and hide? If you run and hide, increase your nature by one. Decrease your starting fighter skill, if you have it, by one. Uh, if you do not run, leave fighter and nature as they are. Tander does not run from a fight. Without picking on fighter and nature. Stupid as it, it may be. I'm I am not giving my up my five fighter. <laughs> I'm going to say my character does not... Actually, no. I'm going to say they probably... I think your character would run. Hmm. Well, you don't know much about my character yet. I mean, my character's like kind of a rationalist. <laughs> would they run, do you think? They probably would run. I mean, they would probably it's calculate their survival or survivability of the current situation, and given that they're a mouse, it's probably pretty low in <laughs> almost every situation. That's, we'll put this down as a maybe for the time being. I chose Runaway, obviously. Yeah. Marks does not run because they have a big old shield. Okay. Uh, Arden, in case you missed it, we have moved to the second question. When confronted, do you stand your ground and fight, or do you run and hide? Uh, I think that she stands and fights. Right. <laughs> Just gotta protect people. In that case, you do nothing. Alright, so that brings us to the third nature question. And this one uh, is very specific. Yeah. <laughs> do you fear owls, weasels, and wolves? If you Absolutely. do, increase your nature by one. If you do not, take the fearless, brave, or foolish trait. So, um... Are there any uh, are there any good legends? I, I know obviously I can just like invent a cool legend, but I'm just wondering in the actual like lore of this, are there any cool legends of like uh, mice that have taken down like wolves and shit? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's that's exactly what I was thinking that uh, that Lily's inspired by. She's like, no, I could I could take them down someday. Ooh, so you're <laughs> I can't tell if she's fearless or foolish. She's pretty, like, <laughs> I, she's yeah, pretty fucking yeah. misguided, but it does drive her. She, okay, so the thing is, like, I don't want it. She's not, like, completely stupid about it, but, like, right. she, she she is just convinced that she, you know, is more or less going to come out okay through everything that she does, which is pretty foolish, but it also drives her to act fearlessly. Kind of, you know, kind of torn on, on which I want to choose. Depends what, what do you want to roleplay later? Like, are you right. gonna be like, "Hey, guess what?" Ironicus rubs hands together. I'm gonna roll foolish. Or are you gonna be fearless? Yeah, like that's kind of what I'm what I'm trying to decide right now because it, it I, I, I I don't inspe- like expect her to just be a complete handful constantly to the party, but also a uh, yeah, I feel like she would probably be prone to making some of those foolish decisions, and then sometimes she'd be prone to uh, like I think they could fall under fearless more often than not. Is is there a no, benefit? I'll, I'll to think foolish about it. as a trait. Uh, this, I mean, the same benefit to all traits. Sometimes, uh, I mean, it's certainly one that will probably hinder you a lot, which gives you resources in yeah. play. Uh, you gain luck points by being hindered by your traits, and luck is good. 
I think Tander would be foolish. He is fearless okay. through his foolishness. Uh, Mark's fears owls. Increase my nature by one. Okay. I mean... Our our tender paws have said uh, no. They do not fear. Uh, has anyone is anyone else taking that option? You would have to be insane not to fear these things. They're yeah. like <laughs> a thousand times the size of you. They're, they're dragons. My character did not get the patrol leader by fearing such mythical creatures. Mythical creatures I mean, like weasels. I mean, we're at active war with weasels, by the way. Hey. Like that's a that's a mouse guard thing. The weasels yeah. are at our borders. Well, no, this is like before that happens, right? It's about to happen, and they've been harassing us for a well, while. Well, bef- before the active part, yes. I imagine we know about weasels, so... Yeah. How how old is your character, Ashlyn? Because I feel like if you're a very old character, that you actually would get to that point by fearing them, because you got that self-preservation going. I was going for 30 years old, so... Okay. I wasn't sure if you were like a, like a 45, 50-year-old, uh, you know, wise... Wi- like wizened aged rat, yeah, or my- mice, mouse. Sorry, I just have rats, so I keep rats. I keep habitually saying rat over mice. Um, mice are good. It's not a nice word to about use. it. <laughs> so uh, you should you should all now have a nature that's somewhere between three and six inclusive. Uh, Where's the starting value? Is it three? Term by your it's, it's three, and then plus okay. one per question you answer in the right way. Uh, I think mine is still three. Mine is four. That is entirely possible. Yeah. Mine's five. Okay. Yeah. And with that, we move on to wises. What are you particularly knowledgeable about? There's a small chart that says how many wises you get. They increase in rank. And a wise is sort of a, a do-it-yourself, uh, make-your-own-skill skill. Uh, it's something that you are especially knowledgeable about, just like it says. I, I believe that uh, Zeke is owl-wise, you were yes. saying? Yes. Yeah. If you weren't, I'd be very surprised. Yeah. <laughs> Spent his whole life studying owls now. Yeah. No one is more owl-wise. So, does it matter which like letter we choose from? Oh, that's not just alphabetically. No, it's just oh, how they're arranged, okay. I think. There, there's an alphabetized list, but you can also make up your own. I already uh, have my... I decided my wise is on my first pass, so I already have them. Uh, some of these are very, are kind of funny. Heidi Holewise is very funny to <laughs> I say. Love Heidi Holewise. <laughs> some of these are a lot more niche than others. There's uh, Rebellion Wise for Marks. <laughs> oh, I didn't even see that one. Oh, oh, I might need to play that. <laughs> that's wow, cute. That's just a cute. Recipe Wise, which I did write down. <laughs> Tender Paul Wise. I see moose wise. I'm taking that. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah. Who, was, it, who was talking it, that they wanted their character's goal to be to kill a moose? Not it hasn't kill a moose, come up I want to ride a moose. Ride a moose. <laughs> yeah, a- Ashlyn's personal goal for her character is to ride a moose. <laughs> That's great. It's like saying, like, I want to get up on Godzilla's back. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want to. The size comparison, Godzilla isn't even enough, by the way. No, it, yeah. Like, the, the size difference between a mouse and a moose is bigger than that between a human and Godzilla. I think there's a size chart in the book somewhere. Yeah. Fun fun <laughs> fact, Dracula and I saw Godzilla together. Oh, yeah, that, that was nice. uh, an okay movie. Oh. I think, uh, I think I want to take, um, 
actually tenderpaw-wise for one of mine, because, like, if she's, like, a mom, like, she knows how to deal with, like, sort of, like, oh, younger mice better. That's great. That's really good. <laughs> I like that a lot. Mm, that's a good idea. Uh, does anyone else have questions about Wises or have one that they they want to share with the listeners? I will share my Wises. Uh, my Wises are going to be Trapwise and Starwise. Ooh, very fancy. I'm trying to think of something for my character, and I'm not entirely sure uh, which of these would be good. Well, if you're a Tenderpaw, you don't choose. Well, I only got one. Oh, I get. I only get. No, one. but it says Tenderpaws choose one of the following: Code of the Guardwise or Legends of the Guardwise. Oh. They they do not choose from the general. Oh, list, so, so, so I don't. would. So I would have Legends definitely. Uh, Tender- I am assuming that's something the two of you have in common, then. Probably, yeah. Because I mean, that's like almost her entire concept is that she's yeah yeah in love with these like legends of yeah. Could Lily be like named like there's an old there's there's a legend about a different warrior who's also named Lily or something like that? Oh Being, man, and like, she thinks she's like she thinks she's oh, like the, the reborn of like the legendary hero. She wants to follow yeah. her footsteps. You're the you're the link. <laughs> no, my name is Lily. Uh, yes. <laughs> That's a cute idea. I like that we have two pairs of characters that are very similar, but going in different directions. Because that's fun. Yeah, this is going to be fun. I mean, it also makes it a little easier to figure out how to split y'all up. But Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. All the tender paws in one part. What could go wrong? <laughs> Just two moms <laughs> hanging out. <laughs> that's the daycare part. <laughs> a family can be all moms. <laughs> uh... I'm being a little odd here. I'm going to take Mudwise and a Pathwise for mine. I thought you wanted Moosewise. Yeah, I get three. Oh, you get three. Moosewise okay. is one. Yep. The, the advantages of rank. You should go for Moosewise and then things that sound like Moose, like Mosswise and Mousewise. <laughs> Mosswise and Goosewise. That's how this all started. I wanted to be Mousewise, but I accidentally typoed it. <laughs> I said I, I said my wives were right, but there are actually so many of these that are really good that I kind of take, I'm not sure. Widget wise, like, widget wise. I kind of want to take governor wise because I want to be like into politics and stuff, and then I kind of want to take like poison wise because you can do like all sorts of horrible things to really big creatures with that. You and could be like a really old guard captain and just have all of them. That's I shouldn't do that though. That doesn't fit Seriously. my character. We, we need to write a letter to Luke Crane and David Peterson and tell them that their game has too much good stuff in it. <laughs> it's a problem. Alright, the next step is really easy. You write down a number. Yeah. Uh, Guard resources. Resources represent the guard's pay, but also how resourceful and clever you are with your possessions and material goods. One. Your character's base resources rating is determined by their rank. Oh, is Mark's gonna hate me because I have four? Nah. (laughs) I don't hate the fact that wealth exists. Uh, We'll get to my belief in a little bit. Like... (laughs) Oh no! Now. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's a thing we get to write. It's great. I love it. Tander gets to live very low pay and spends it all at the tavern. Circles are pretty much the same way. Uh, it depends yeah. on your rank. Uh, it represents how well connected your character is. Think of it as social capital. One. And then yep. back to traits. Traits describe the personality quirks and special qualities that guard mice possess. 
uh, choose a quality you were born with. This is going to be a lot like the skill section. There are a few ways to get traits. Yes. Uh, if you pick one you already have, like if you're generous and you take generous again, you can you can be generous level two and be twice as generous. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. There's also some good ones in here. Big Paw. That's what I called my dad, Big Paw. <laughs> uh, Marks, what did you choose for for traits? Because I want to make sure that we have like little overlap, even though like we're we're going in different squads. I just want to like right. Yeah. I have generous level one and driven level two, and those are all the traits I got. Okay. Uh, and driven mm-hmm. is a fun one because it means. I am narrow-mindedly focused on my goal to the exclusion of other things. <laughs> I think I'm going to go for... I had open-minded from my city, and then uh, I think I'm going to take compassionate from my other one. Yeah. You're a much kinder mom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. So we're just picking one here, right? Yes, just one. One, okay. one quality that you were born with. Gotcha. That is either a new trait or it uh, level ups your the trait you should have yeah. already. Gotcha. What does wolf snout give you? Uh, scent. You can smell things real good. Oh, okay. You can track things by smell. Yes. Uh, traits are listed alphabetically in the 260s page range-ish. I think for Tinder, I would either maybe give him another point of bold. Uh, level 2, by the way, it means you can use it twice as often. Is basically what it is. Uh... Like, if you do something and say, I'm going to be bold, it gives you one extra dice in the roll for it. If you have it level two, you could do that twice per session. If you have a level three, whenever you're being bold, you get plus one dice. I think I might do that and give him a, a two bold. Two for bold. You can be bold twice as often. Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, you also get something from this other list of traits, something you learned or inherited from your parents. This is for tender paws only. Tender paws. Tender paws only. Oh, cool. Yeah, I was gonna say finally fucking something for tender paws. <laughs> A little something for the for the tender paws. For the millennial paws. Tender tender and lily only. <laughs> hmm. Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking either like defender or uh, or uh, graceful. Both sound pretty good. Or I could Yeah. Wait. Bold isn't one of them though. There's brave. You get brave. Yeah. If I get brave, then I can be that one Batman show between my. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really good too. You definitely want to be that Batman show. Batman, brave and the big paw. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll take a, a. I'm gonna take tough, so I have a, a level two toughness. Some of these are also supposed to be like negative traits that you can apply later. Uh, some of them. Uh, every trait can be applied either positively or negatively. I think I'm gonna settle on determine. Cause like, your determination can can be an asset and sometimes it can get you into trouble. Yeah, like stubborn was close and then I saw that determined was on the list and I'm like, yeah. (laughs) She's just very determined. Yeah. I wanna see how natural berries becomes a negative trait. Uh, It depends on what it leads you to, doesn't it? I mean, some of them are more positive and some are more negative than others. Like, Scarred is mostly a negative one. So I'm actually, I, I put Determined down for both of these two options, because I feel like that's partially uh, something she was born with and partially something she's just, you know, <clears throat> like zeroed in on and inherited, and she's just, like, really determined to, to fulfill her dream of being a hero. 
You come from yeah. a determined family. Cool, cool. Uh, now, patrol leaders and guard captains get their own exclusive uh, trait oh, here. Oh man, jeez, these old, these old folks. So that's yeah. just one of you. It'd be kind of it's kind of suck if you were a guard mouse and you got nothing for free at this point. <laughs> yeah, that would suck, huh? <laughs> yeah, shame. Terrible. Good oh, thing I'm, none of us picked picked I'm that sorry. trap. <laughs> I'm kidding. I I forgot that you picked it. <laughs> I mean, patrol guards also don't get oh, anything no here. Did. I only get one extra trait, which is fine because yeah, I got same. all those other things above. That's true. So, for my, I don't know. I feel like I have three traits. The other trait that I picked was uh, fearful, and I, I don't. I mean, there are more things that I could pick, but I think that's pretty good. Level two fearful. I could level something up. Like I don't know. Mm, I don't know. I don't want him to be that far away from the incident. Do you want to be nocturnal like turtle because of your owl curse? I that was the next thing that I would have done, yeah, because he spent his whole life studying owls. So I would have picked nocturnal or deep ear. Oh, both good choices. I'm gonna do something. I'm gonna take fearless for all, both my traits and for the nature question. So I'm gonna have a level three trait. Nice. Hey, yo. All right. No fear. No fear. No hate. No fear. The owl curse are welcome here. <laughs> God. Bring him on. Uh, <laughs> all right, now it's time to name our characters right. that we've all named. Yeah, it's time for the really hard question. Oh, no. Uh, names. This, this is my Achilles heel. I don't know if you've heard, but my mouse is named Marks. <laughs> Hi. My mouse is named Zeke, short for Ezekiel, but nobody calls him. <laughs> oh, my God, I just... One of the, the names, the last name on the list for male names is Walmond, Walmond. which is just Walmond with a W. <laughs> so yeah, there there is a list of common names. Uh, uh, they they mostly have a old world North Europe feel. Oh, uh, cool. I'm... In some cases, in sort of a faux oh, way. Oh, it's on there. Like Angus? It's, yeah, it's kind of nice that Lily's on there, because I, I was just, like, I, I read, I didn't see the, the, the name list before. I saw um, that they are kind of, like, older kind of names, and I saw, like, Ivy and things like that, and I was like, I also, I, I just like the name Lily, so I went with it. And it's on here, yeah. so I, it's mm-hmm. one L, though. But with an archaic spelling, because that's yeah. just the way they roll. It is still a fantasy game Yeah, just four L's and a Y. L-L-L-L-Y <laughs> Actually, I think I'm going to change my name. I like the name Sable. It's really cute. And it reminds me of that girl on Animal Crossing. Yeah, yeah. That's, nice. yeah that's good. Sable is really right. cute. So, that mouse we've been calling Vivian this whole time is now Sable. Yeah, I have to update my character sheet so it now says Sable. <laughs> Your actions have consequences, Arden. <laughs> <laughs> Lily will remember this. I'm, I'm fucking changing her name to four L's and a Y. I chose the name Francesca, but I'm spelling it like the throwing axe, Francesca, so... Alright, I will have to look up what that is and check my notes. It's an I replacing an E, that's it. Uh, This might come to kind of an analytical question, but what is the name of the beater from Mouse Guard again? Her name is Gwendolyn. She's the current matriarch. Yes. Because like I, a part of me thought that was a cool name, and then I thought like I've heard it before. Hmm. I mean, and... there's a lot of people named a lot of things in the world. That'll be too confusing, though. I give you some big boots to fill. So, so yeah, now pro- probably the second hardest of the twenty-one steps for color. Uh, but I think just for safety's sake, we might want to take a recording break, save these files, and then start over. 
Sounds yeah, good. Okay. I, that All might right. be a good idea. Hey there, everybody, and welcome back to part two of our Mouse Guard character generation stuff. We have uh, done pretty much all the quantitative business. We have skill ratings and traits and whatnot. Now it's time for the qualitative stuff. Now, uh, we're going to start off uh, our post-intermission bit uh, by rolling together the fur and cloak colors. So uh, everybody will give a short physical description of their mouse. Now, I'd uh, just like to point out that as provisional, sort of probationary uh, members, our tender paws have not yet earned their cloak. No! <laughs> they have to go around naked. Oh, that's so terrible. I refuse to remove royal purple from my cloak field. <laughs> I, all I right. refuse to take off my solid gold cloak. <laughs> Chris. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Hold on, hold on. That is that is now a goal to aspire to. Technically, she doesn't have a royal purple cloak, but she she has a shitty little like tattered one that she made herself. That's uh, obviously not like a nice like official one, but mm. she's wearing at the moment like a tattered uh, purple cloak that she made herself. Like, is it against right. the law to, like, buy a cloak if you're not on the mouse guard? I'm like, it feels like... No. <laughs> against the law. <laughs> the mouse guard cloaks are, like, the special. They're a uniform. The question is, what does what does Sable have think about this sort of cloak I... jacking? Ugh. Ugh. Well, it's I don't not know. like it. She's not trying to look like an official one. She just... This is her... This is a garment of her clothing. But it's gonna mean so much more when you earn it. Well, she'll earn a real big one, and it'll still mean just as much. It's just things like this oh is like God. the one that she made, like she was a kid, and she's gonna be like, she's like, yeah, cool, and and it means a lot to her to to wear it because she's like, no, but I'm gonna be a hero, so I got, I have my own oh. cloak that I made. Oh, so like L Lily made this herself as a child before she even went off to Lockhaven. Yes. Oh, that's cool. I, I, I like to I like to think that in Lily's mind, uh, picturing in the future, walking downtown with this like like two foot long cloak. To, to signify their <laughs> promotion. 
just to uh, just like to confirm what cloaks aren't like tied to the guard, right? Like other people wear cloaks in the art and stuff. Other people wear cloaks, but like you can tell when it's a guard. So it's not like a, a person wearing a police uniform or something. They have like an insignia or a trim for the guard cloaks. Yeah. They're like a very specific looking thing that you know. It's kind of like a uniform, and so hers is not trying to emulate that. There are non-uniform cloaks. Yeah, she's super not trying to emulate that. But she just, like, the iconography to her of, like, having just, like, a cloak and being, like, this, like, cool, like... In fact, actually, I think, now that I think about it more, hers is probably more like a like a purple hood cloak. I like was just a, gonna like say, a... what if it was, like, a scarf? Yeah, that would, that would be, be cute. cute. Either a scarf or, like, a red riding hood kind of cloak, but purple is kind of what I was thinking. That's super cool. Yeah, I, I right. kind of like scarf, though. So, I don't know, I'll think about it, I'll think about it a little bit more, and I'll, I'll decide. But that's, okay. so, that's where so I'm So, we at. have gray fur, this homemade garment to be determined in, in certain details. Are there any other notes on Lily's appearance that you'd like to to put on record? Not at this time, but she's she's very young looking. She's she's small, she's very spunky, so she's got like a determined look, as determined as like a mouse can look. Yeah. Which is to say, adorably so. Yeah, exactly. All right, uh, who else has? Uh, Me? Sure. Uh, I think Tander is a light brown mouse, uh, very light brown to tan, and is wearing a, a a plaid scarf that his parents gave him when he left for the guard. He hasn't earned a, a proper cloak yet, and that's he wants that cloak to, to fit his look. A scarf, like or like a handkerchief. <laughs> well, he's... Oh, like a bandana would look pretty cool. Oh, that would be so yeah. cute. The scarf could also be like a bindle. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna go off from home and I'm gonna carry like it my stuff. It was a bindle, but now it's now it's a kerchief. He tied it around the neck and now he wears yeah. it as a as a garment. Cool, cool. Uh, are there any other distinguishing characteristics? I'd say maybe he has like a, a a nick or two in his ears from sword fighting. Yeah, nifty, nifty nicks. Cool. Uh, unless somebody jumps in, I'm gonna start going down my list. Seek. Zeke is uh, gray, and uh, his cloak is brown, uh, because he, gray and brown, he can um, camouflage just about anywhere, and that's the idea behind that, and um, and I imagine that he actually, like, looks kind of, kind of hecked up, like he's got damage, like, you know, some, some fur mats or missing fur, or, like, chunks taken out of his ears or something like that. I mean, not, I guess not enough to have the traits scarred, but... Um, mm-hmm. just kind of, kind of rough. Like, he doesn't, he doesn't look like a mouse where you look at him and you think like, oh, I want to be friends with that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I want to be friends with that guy. But. Here's a question. Uh, what sort of owl is it, uh, that is hunting Zeke? Specifically, is it one that could also be described as gray and brown? Um... I, so I think there's only one type of owl that's in the book, and it's a barn there owl, at, isn't it? There, there's also a great horned there's owl. There's a great horned owl, yeah. There's a great horned owl, a barn owl, and I think a tawny owl. There's like three owls. Oh, wow. <laughs> like there's, there's at least three owls. <laughs> at least three. I had imagined a, a barn owl. Okay. Uh, just, but it, it doesn't like big, bad ones. matter that much. But yeah, that's the one that I looked up for statistics. For statistics of how many mice can an owl eat at once. Um, so, <laughs> and it's a scary number. It's yeah, like a lot. It's like fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> can I go next? Yes. Um, go for it. 
I'm gonna be kind of a Mary Sue and have my character be uh, red, um, red fur, and they are going to wear a black and white cloak because that is the color of academia, kind of. Okay. Like half black, half white. Yeah. Ooh. Or is it like black with a white stripe down the middle, or invert of that? Or I'm I'm not. Hmm, I didn't think about that. Is there a symbol on that goes with it, or? Probably. Well, is there a symbol for any mouse card cloaks? I was just being. I don't know. I was just going for like a broad aesthetic, not anything in particular. Um, so, when we look at your cloak, we're supposed to think like commencement ceremony. A little uh, bit. Kind Vaguely. Of, I was more thinking like you know uh, medieval era monk. Or like yeah, a scholar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, probably carrying books. Uh, do mice have glasses in this period of like glasses? Mice can have glasses. Mice can have glasses. Yes. Um, the the way character. they go over the ears is adorable. Let's say my character wears glasses. <laughs> That's kind of overdoing it a bit, but you might as well go all in. You know. Overdo it as much as possible. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, another character wants to ride a moose. I think there's room to be to be <laughs> a little uh, fun. Yeah. There's plenty of uh, room for, to ride on a moose. <laughs> we're not doing core behemoths again that was the last game uh so yeah francesca what is your fur and cloak situation well her fur is going to be black and for her cloak i was thinking sort of a purple but it's kind of a worn down purple because it's from her mom when she was in the mouse guard oh inherited cloak i like it was your mom your mentor? Actually, that's actually a good idea. She probably taught my character a lot. Cool, cool. Anything else for the visual design of Francesca? I'd like to imagine she's a little taller than average height for most of the mouse guard. All right, cool. We haven't heard from Marks yet. We have not. Marks is, has white fur, and his cloak is pink. Um... And why is that? Uh, his cloak is pink because he's a medic, mainly, and his mentor is also a medic and gave that to him by choice. But uh, usually the medic color is either red or white. She cut the middle and gave him pink, partially because she is a supreme pessimist and wants to see it stained or faded away. Well, isn't that just precious? Yeah! <laughs> Uh, for physical appearance, Marks is a little longer than a usual mouse, but not taller because he hunches over real bad. Oh. And he has a wispy little beard. Oh. cute. <laughs> okay. We heard from Zeke Lily Sable. Yeah. 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 So she has like honey colored, like amber fur, like very warm tones. Ooh. And her cloak is sort of like a turquoise color because it's something like very soothing and calming. And she's she's a little bit plumper than other mice, <laughs> and she's got big ears. <laughs> Aww. I like that we all have a different color. Well, yeah, that that'll really help with all the fan art. Oh wait, did yeah. I say that out loud? <laughs> and, but none of our colors are like neon, lime green. I mean, be the change you want to see in the world, Tander. <laughs> Sparkle mouse. Look, sparkle mouths. Are there any mice who dye their hair, like in the universe? Like, really, like, strange I mean, how would we know? I haven't checked their roots. (laughs) Oh my god. Presumably, there are no, like, natural blue mice. Although, you never know. I think it could be blue gray. That's true. You could, like, put some blueberry juice in there. You could make something happen. Now we get to uh, the stuff that I consider hard. 
I, this this is the part of making characters I hate. Coming up with lots of names. Yeah. Uh, we've already described where you're born, what you learned and inherited from your parents. Now it's time to name them. If you have names in mind that you'd like to share, go ahead and do it. Otherwise, this is just like some of the skill stuff. We, we don't necessarily need to spend time reading names. As an example, uh, Chris, the person that's used for all the fucking, all the fucking examples in this book, Chris named his folks Ma and Pa Twistwood, which I actually think is kind of cute. Uh, yeah, so good on I'm good on you for that one, Chris. Ma and Pa is the only good decision. Those are just their given names. Yeah. <laughs> his character is named Baron Twistwood. Yeah, right. He's named Baron Twistwood. His parents are just uh, Ma and Pa. Looky here, you know, Chris. The world doesn't work that way. I feel like I feel like Baron Twistwood is like a con mouse or something. When this is just like an identity he's forged. Like <laughs> you know, you know, Chris's mouse was black fur, black cloak. Definitely gold cloak. So that was gold, that was written. Gold, oh yeah, right, right. Yeah, he chose yeah. a gold cloak. But yeah, he chose yeah. it out of compassion. But anyway, uh, so Lily's parents uh, are named Loose Leaf and Roses. <laughs> really good. That's pretty good. Oh, I thank you. I'd like to ante up on the good names game. Marx's parents are named Gloves and Velvet. Oh, you say Gloves? Uh, yeah, Gloves is my papa. Gloves is a really good name. I like Gloves. And Velvet is my mama. He he he. Gloves is my pop pop. Uh, <laughs> so good. Uh, Tander's parents are Thom and Timble. Oh, those are good too. <laughs> These are all so cute. Timble and Tander. Oh, our name game is on point today. I feel like I'm not going to weigh in as much. My parents are named Isabella and Robin. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's oh, cute. those are cute too, though. These are all just like good good names. Yeah. They're, they're all very like fitting for the sort of time period-ish or very mousy. And the cutesiness yeah. of the... Yeah. It's all, it's all good. So the next step is senior artisan, the same. We, we know who you uh, apprenticed with and what you learned from them, but they need a name too. And uh, as far as game rules go, if, if your parents are still kicking, they will always give you uh, a clean bed and a warm meal if you come across them. And a senior artisan is someone who's uh, got your back, or at least is available for all the various things an NPC can do back in Lockhaven. Right, uh, so Tander's uh, artisan was a, car- a cartographer by the name of Oswald. I think uh, Sable's artisan was a baker who's just called Breadcrumbs. <laughs> oh, that's a good name. I love it. Uh, just like a career baker. Yeah. <laughs> and I mentioned mine before, but mine is a cook named Trickle. Aww. This is, like, so and, adorable, I can't stand it. <laughs> and, uh, Lily's is Sable, because, uh, yeah. she's who she learned to bake from. Actually, uh, I spoke to, like, a friend of mine, like, a few weeks ago about this when I was looking for some to mouse guard stuff, and, like, I was getting, like, you're, like, angsty about, like, I couldn't pick names for anything, and they said I should name my, uh, they, like, follow, uh, 16 and stuff, they said I should name my mentor Magrat. Magrat? <laughs> 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 I, which I'm not sure about, but just for something out there. I wonder if um, Tander and Zeke, since we both studied under a, cato- a cartographer, like how many cartographers are there going to be, even in Lockhaven? Yeah. I, I wonder if they should be the same person. Well, what, what name did you have? 
I just I just had put down Sarah. Like I just I mean I just picked a name. Like I mine I can also have Oswald the cartographer. Maybe we should have a uh, a, a cutesy map name. Um, a cute a cutesy map related name. <laughs> I don't know. I can't do this off the top of my head. Atlas. Atlas, Atlas the mouse. Atlas shrugged. The cartographer. I know a kid named Atlas, and he's the best. He learned to fist bump at the age of two. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So is that is that canon now? All right. I mean, it's, it's Atlas the cartographer. But no, my my first thought for a cutesy map name was like Rose, like a compass rose. That's also but, good. Oh, it's good. We've, but yeah, there's. I could. We could also have um, Tailwind. Uh, Tailspin the cartographer. I like the way you think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can have a uh, datums. Or datums. <laughs> like a survey. It's a survey. Oh, term. like the singular of data. That's that's yeah. my momums and my dadums. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I thought you were suggesting. My <laughs> mama. My my datums name is gloves. I I think uh what was um. Tailspin. Tailspin. Let's. I like tailspin. Okay. I really, I kind of want. Wait, we don't, we can't have a pilot mouse. So. I mean, we all like tailspin. Come on. So, uh, so when I was like a little kid, I, I got like the tailspin Genesis game, and that game is two player, and I really liked it, and I always like had to like beg people to play it with me because they wouldn't, because we're like it's just tailspin, and I'm like, yeah, but it's tailspin. Hello. <laughs> Blue the bear. What's so up though that you can't be the you can't be the cool girl in Tailspin. You can only be you play Baloo and in, in, in the, the, the I guess his name Not was Kit. Max. Yeah, his name was I think his name was Kit, but yeah, he was like He was basically guy. TJ from recess but a bear. Yeah. Alright, Tailspin basically. the cartographer. Then Sounds good. Yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. Uh, and maybe so... they weren't I don't know if they were there at the same time. Maybe they just missed each other. But they like but they were both trained in the same place, so they have something to yeah, you're, you're talk about. You're a few years apart, so yeah. Uh, yeah. I think uh, I have Tandor as being like fourteen or fifteen. Yeah, and Zeke is twenty two. Right. So. Yeah, so they would have been a couple years apart. So uh ba -ba -ba. now your mentor in the guard. We already know that Tander's mentor is uh, Francesca. Francesca, and uh, Lily's is Sable, mm -hmm. but that leaves the other five of you to have a mentor to name. We, we know what they uh, left you with as far as skills, but not their name, necessarily. Yeah. Except I think Mark's already Yeah, I mentioned mine already. Yeah. My mentor is named Ren. He is That's a right. very cynical doctor at Lockhaven. Um, who probably goes out now and then because that's what mentors do. You see him on the road. How old is Marks and how old is Ren? Because I'm wondering if if my mentor was also a healer, would they have had the same one? Uh, I have Marks down as 24. Okay. Relatively young for his rank, but not too young. Like the the youngest uh, patrol guards are like 22. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking he got promoted last year, or maybe this year, sometime recently. I mean, there are probably more guard mice out in the field with healing skills than there yes. are cartographers yeah. making yeah. maps inside Like, every Haven. squad needs a healer. True. Even if they're not a good one, they just need one. Everybody should have their first aid merit badge. <clears throat> Quick question unrelated a little bit, but how long are Tenderpaws usually, like, that rank before they... 
get a promotion? One or two years. Yeah. Two, two years. years at most. Okay. If, if you don't get promoted to Guards Mouse in your second winter, you're you're cut and like. The yeah. normal time is after your first year, and like yeah. the second year is like if you messed up the first time, I think. Yeah, you okay, get you can get another chance if you really want it, but like I think it's like seventy five percent of them pass in their first year, mm-hmm. and then a chunk of the rest that don't pass go home because they give up. So the ones in their second year are like determined to be a mouse guard, and they messed up somewhere. Gotcha. So if uh, no one else has other mentor stories, then here's two that uh, I think are a lot of fun. You get to come up with a friend and an enemy. I have a concept for a friend, although not a name, because I am garbage at names. Sure. Uh, the concept for my character's friend was like a fellow academic person or a fellow like scholarly person who uh, went on to become like a politician at like uh, what's it called again? Copper, the really big city, Copper something. Oh, it's like Copperwood. Copperwood. Yeah, Copperwood. Yeah. Uh, the one with like the most like regular mice and not like military mice. Uh, and they are like someone who they keep up with occasionally, who might grant them favors in some circumstances. Yeah, cool, cool. So yeah, the, the way friends and enemies work is uh, you, you come up with a mouse who uh, can either be relied upon to help you or someone who will go out of their way to make your life difficult. And, you know, you have the option to make both. They need a name, a profession, and a place they live. And allow me to of give course. an example. You see, Chris decides that Baron's friend is a mouse named <laughs> Tut. So they grew up together in Almas. Uh, Baron went on to join the guard where Tuck fell on hard times and became a bandit. But hold on, even so, Baron never faulted his friend and still tries to remain close to him. Good for you, Baron. What a great guy. What You're such a wonderful. good person, Chris. <laughs> He's got a real heart of gold. <laughs> Baron Twistwood is known for his compassion. That's why he was given a golden cape. To reflect his heart of gold because he's a wonderful, beautiful person. There's another great, there's an, a, a passage a bit earlier where it says, describes Baron Twistwood as being rich but not poor, doesn't know a lot of mice, but has made some enemies. Like, he's completely average. <laughs> he's yes, the most... he exists. Completely average, but also like, completely uncreatively, uncreative and average, but also really great and loved But by also everyone. awesome. <laughs> He's actually also totally dope, though, is the thing. <laughs> Just... Okay. And Baron's arch enemy, Paul. Yeah, like, he fucking named his, his enemy Paul, and I'm just like, my rat is named Baron. Some idiot named Paul hates him. No. I wish you would have bet that, like, Paul is, like, some dick in high school. Yeah. It's like, shut him into a locker. This will teach you, Paul. <laughs> Uh, oh my for years at home, we spent a lot of time during the break roasting Chris's nuts. <laughs> and we are returning in true form. We can't oh, hold no. it in. Uh, let's uh, see. Uh, oh, does does, does anyone have an example or an idea for their own mouse's friend? Um, I have a, a cool enemy concept. For for friend, I put um, a restaurant owner from Elmas when he lived there, which is pretty boring. But uh, for enemy... Um, I had the idea of, so a big part of Zeke is that there's this concept of the owl's curse from the people who lived in Brown Hollow, and so Zeke doesn't talk to people about that that's where he's from, he just says he's from Elmas, and while he was in Mouse Guard training as a tenderfoot, or tenderpaw, sorry, oh, oh no, I... I, wrong species. Um, there was another guard mouse in training, and I named her Mila, um, because when I can't think of a name, I just have picked names from Yuri on Ice. 
and um, <laughs> she uh, she got she basically like wanted to make friends with Zeke, but he was really uh, closed off, and so she got, so she got kept getting more and more curious about like what is he hiding, and eventually she like got angry at him because he wouldn't tell her uh, details about his life, and so she's like suspicious of him. Ooh, nice. Nice, nice, nice. You've got somebody who wants to expose your secret. Yeah. I have a friend concept that I made. Um, her, it was since the uh, Sable is a little bit, I think, older than most people, and or m- mice, I guess, not people. Um, she's like thirty-two, so she's been in the guard for a bit. Um, so she has a friend who was part of her old patrol unit named Triss. Um, who was also a mouse guard, but they, like, Triss got into some sort of, like, accident, like, that either, like, left her unable to keep doing her guard duties, so she's retired now, but they still keep in touch. Nice. I, I, uh, can, can we have an enemy that's, like, not, like, a, a, like, a mouse, but, like, a... A weasel? Yeah, like a, like a weasel, or, like, a, like, a wolf, or, like, a, an owl, or something, and it's, like, any I feel piece. like a wolf would be too... No, no, I know. Like I'm just, I, I'm, I'm more mouse. asking hypothetically here. Like, are you able to list like, like any kind of like different like living thing as like an enemy? Like, pick something like that and be like, something like, oh well, I will, you know, fell like this ancient beast. Yeah, you know, just like whatever. Like, uh, is it something like that, or, or is it very I mean, specifically like someone who you've interacted with? The enemy is someone who has something out for you, so they right. can it, be something that's not a mouse. It's I think. someone who is. Well, the idea of the enemy is that it's something from like society that's going to throw up stumbling blocks, right? Uh, I mean, it, I, I was thinking impression. Zeke would put down a barn owl. Yeah, that's why I didn't <laughs> choose that for my enemy, because I feel like that's, right. like, part of his background that's, like, this great, okay. greater story, versus, like, the the friend and enemy, I took it much more as, like, these are NPCs that you, your party will encounter. Right. Right. Yeah. Which is why, uh, because of the focus, uh, uh, like one of the ideas behind our campaign is like the weasel cold war. I would allow a weasel for either friend or yeah, enemy. Yeah, that, that is part of why but, I was asking. I was just kind of wondering. But that's, the... I thought... that's about as non-mouse as I'm going to okay. get. I thought like weasels were meant know? to be like unambiguously villainous. Like they couldn't be good well, people. Yes, but I, I think of it like this. Like like weasels are our enemies, but there could be a very specific weasel who had, a, you know, a hand in some horrible thing in my past that caused, like, the accident that maybe, like, killed, you know what I mean? Well, like, like that kind of thing. And so it's, mean. like, kind of swearing revenge on, like, this one particular re- weasel yeah. in combination. I'm with, like, all, that like, when Ironica said that weasel could be a friend, though, I was surprised by that. Hey, we're making it up as we go along. It's our story. We yeah, do what like, we want. Even if the, the, the collective governments of mice and weasels are at war doesn't mean they have to all hate each other individually. Well, I mean, weasels do eat mice, you know. True. Well, I mean, I was thinking... It sounds like this probably isn't allowed, but I was thinking my friend Clooney would be my pet spider who travels with me because I'm an insectist. Well, I mean... You should be friends with your pet spider, yes. but I don't know but if... But uh, not that for the I, I wouldn't put it in the friend blank on your character sheet. I'll just leave that blank, because my enemy's way more interesting. Yeah, so yeah. S- the friend is a lot like your parents, someone who you might meet on the yeah, road I once in a while, and they'll give you a hand, they'll give you a hot sandwich, they'll give you a tip, you know? So, Marx has an enemy, though. Yeah. Uh, the mayor of Woodstuff's Grove named Tavre. Okay. 
they don't like my attitude. And I, part of the reason I joined the guard was to get out of Woodstuff School. Because <laughs> they made my life hell. Is this... Um, when, when you were coming up with your concept a while ago, there was the idea that Marx was sort of a Jean Valjean-ish noble thief who uh, the law came down heavy on. Is, is that the story? I kept like the core idea that they're a socialist agitator. Woodstuff's okay. Grove has some corruption going on. The mayor doesn't like me because he's probably at the center of a lot of that corruption. Okay. Well, what I'm asking is, are there, like, trumped up, to some degree, charges on the books? Like... Ooh, that's a good question. Is Marx a wanted man? Is this an unethical, yet legal, sort of, uh, you are an enemy of the city, or just this guy fucking hates you? Probably. I mean, I think most of the city likes me, but I, I think I am probably... Yeah, let's go with the thievery charges. I am yeah. accused of thievery in Woodstuff's Grove. Nuts. Uh, and the so the mayor is sort of like a sheriff of Nottingham sort of character? Kind of, yeah. Let's let's say my generosity got me into trouble. I was giving away <laughs> stuff that probably wasn't mine. Alright, alright. I like this. Does anybody else have anything right now, including questions? I had a I had an enemy concept. Uh... This is pretty bare bones compared to the ones for my friends, but I had an idea for... Uh, actually, this this character could also work as my character's mentor. I don't know if that would, I don't know if you can do both or if that would really work, though. Uh, but they were like a... A very, uh, sort of, like, a very old guard mouse who has kind of, like, fallen, like, kind of... Behind, like, the way that things are done nowadays and sort of fallen out of favor. Um, who dislikes the... Who sort of has a... Gets sort of an anti-intellectual bent and, like, kind of dislikes them. Um, but for, like, a sort of unspecified grudge. Just a mentor with a chip on their shoulder. It's pretty minor. It's not really fully developed yet. No, yeah, that's that's something that can definitely be worked with. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. I have an idea, a silly idea for my rival. Okay. Yeah? Just be, like, sort of a rival guard that wants to show me up in, like, sword, axe play, whatever. <laughs> yes. Yes, for sure. Do you, you want me to pick a, like... Quote, canon mouse from the actual books. Ooh, that would work. Yeah, okay. Cool, cool. Um, Is it that really recklessly brave guy? Yeah, with the sword? Yeah, it's him. Yeah. It, it, in his younger days. I can't remember his name. Uh, it's Saxon. Saxon, yes. He was in the oh. examples in the book. Mm-hmm. Ba, ba, ba. You can learn more about Saxon in the uh, sample missions chapter which is also where the sample characters are. Wait a minute, there's someone in one of these sample missions who's named Baron with a brown fur and a gold cloak. <laughs> oh, I knew it! <laughs> Page 286, you can see Chris's character. Oh, I have oh, to see boy. this Parents, Ma and Pa Twistwood. <laughs> there, there he is, look at him. Enemy, Paul. <laughs> Fuck Paul. <laughs> oh. Fuck Paul the guard mouse. Friend of Tuck the Bandit. Look at him perched on that tree. <laughs> oh, I like his gloves. Can I make Baron really my good. enemy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh well, my god, that's just right. know that Put if Baron you make in the Baron game. the enemy, that means Baron has to show up in our game and it's all your fault. <laughs> that's, that's not the discouraging. only provisio. <laughs> The blood is on your hands if you do that. 
That'd be great, though, and have Baron be, like, another tenderpaw who's, like, just got a really high opinion of himself. Yeah, like, this this this, this, blo- this blowhard who's coming in here He's the only about... tenderpaw in his third year. At the, end of every, <laughs> at the end of every mission, he shows up and takes credit for everything our potty did. <laughs> and there's no way to stop him. Just talking about his <laughs> compassion. Why is he governor-wise? Yeah, I was wondering that, too. Why is he governor-wise? I don't... Like, None of his friends or acquaintances or anything are governors or related to governors. He's not political governors. at all. He's like a total uh, meathead. His bestie's a bandit. <laughs> Why is he governor-wise? <laughs> I think the, the, the lesson we've learned through this book is that uh, Chris is not great at making a character. <laughs> if you are Chris and listening to this, I apologize. But not really. It actually diverges from the example italics text. It says in the wisest part, that Chris chooses Lockhaven wise. Oh. Wait, so they so they they got it wrong. Ba- Baron got edited. All right. <laughs> oh no, we need to make, try and make this character less bad. So now we come to the uh, final steps: your belief and your goal. And these are tricky. And these are things that I think it's a really good idea that we're doing together. Yeah. Uh, now I will turn to the book. Uh, Write a belief. Yes, go ahead. <clears throat> so the book says first mission stop and discuss what's going on in your game before going any further do you uh, what's what's going on is we're going to do belief and goal and then in our next recording well, we will have instinct. our first missions yeah right. belief and in- instinct you, we write goals next next time right right yeah. excuse belief me belief and instincts we do now that is exactly correct My, maybe yeah. I'm misinterpreting this but it, it I, I was interpreting it more as when you have an understanding of what your first mission is going to be, then mm-hmm. you discuss belief, goal, and instincts. Uh, that information is necessary, 100% necessary for goal, which is why we're not doing it. Right, why okay. Every time I said goal in the last minute was misspeaking. I meant to say yeah, You meant belief and instinct. Okay. Yes. Yeah, which so are, we're just going to skip on goal and then talk about that when we actually... Yes. Okay. Right. So we're going straight cool. to belief. So yes, uh... A belief is an overarching ethical or moral stance. Uh, thing. So now I'm going to flip back to those sample characters because they do have good beliefs. <laughs> uh, I, I I would like to posit the one uh, written by Chris here. <laughs> <laughs> I will build a good name for the Mouse Guard, which sounds like the sort of thing you'd write on a cover letter to a job you're not particularly <laughs> interested in applying for, but you gotta do it anyway. <laughs> Sounding more and more like Baron is a con artist, but con mouse forever. Uh, but some some better beliefs include uh, it's not what you fight, but what you fight for. Or the best solution is always found at the par- point of my sword. A guard mouse needs to be able to think with her head and act with her heart. I was looking at Sadie's character sheet, and I liked I liked that quote. Sadie's great. Yeah. Yeah. She was like my guideline for my like initial figuring out what all the different like fields were and stuff. I bet I bet Sadie doesn't go around in a gold cloak. She doesn't need to. She has a purple <laughs> button-up number. It's very fetching. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, a, a belief is something that uh, can be challenged and tested and uh, changed over play. In fact, if you find your belief changing, that's one sign that we're playing the game right. Yes. Uh, so I have a belief if you'd like to hear I would love to Anyone can be a hero if they put their whole heart into it Oh I love that That's really good 
I wanted the first one to have something where I could like provide notes to sort of you know workshop, but I just love that immediately, hundred <laughs> percent. <laughs> yeah, because I good. thank you because I, I like to think that also um, a, a more unspoken part of her backstory is that she's little bit of kind of a kind of an underdog here like she she recently thinks that she's uh you know invulnerable and is like destined to be a good hero but like it's only like because of kind of like what had happened more recently that led her to think Mm -hmm. that um prior to that i mean she's just been like a like a feisty little kid with big dreams and so you know she just very earnestly believes that if she puts her whole heart her whole heart into it and works really hard then she can become like a genuine like real hero Eliza, are you planning to kill this character off at a heartrending moment? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not planning on killing this character, but if like you know her hubris is her downfall, then maybe. Yes. I have. I don't. I don't plan tragic endings to my characters. I just set them up for a very big. Task <laughs> I just set up the dominoes. I set them up for failure. No, watch them burn. No. Just, you know, take them to the cliff and give them a good shove. Some mice just want to see the world burn. I. I tend I'm... to be very optimistic when I make characters, so I I, I, yeah. I give them big goals, but I'm like, I think they can achieve it, you know what I mean? So. Go for the clouds. Well, likewise, I think job. that, um, I think uh, Tander is on a, as a similar mindset, and I, but I think his belief is that life is what you make of it. So he wants to live a life of fun, of adventure, and that's what he's striving for. I think that probably needs to be a little more specific. Yeah, like, what does Tander make of it? Yeah, it's it's not. It should be about what does Tander make of it? Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Well, I guess he just he wants he wants to go on an adventure. Okay. Uh, it's it's also useful to think about a belief as something that keeps you in the guard, or something about your place in the guard. So, like the the guard is my path to adventure. Yeah. Is. That sounds Is that good. something we could work with? Yeah. Or to go with something you were saying like a while ago, maybe something like, um, how to word it. You're going on an adventure to test your skills or something. Yeah. I don't know how to word it. Yeah, because like, like backstory-wise, Tander is a character who probably grew up like at with working on his parents' boat shop and so wants something bigger and better for, for his life. Oh, that could be a good one. Uh, the belief that you deserve something bigger and better. Yeah, can do that. I I've come here for greatness. Is something like that, yeah. Very testable belief. Oh, okay. So the the belief that I have for for Zeke, I took it much uh, like similarly. Like, why did he join the Mouse Guard? Um, and mine is, I must not let it happen again. So that's perfect. (laughs) Damn. Yeah. That's really good, but I want to say that sounds more like an instinct. Yeah, I got so belief and instinct. I did like switch them a little bit, and I wasn't sure which one. But his instinct um, is more like how does how do you react in that moment? And so mm-hmm. I my instinct is I cannot let my past put anyone in danger, which would more appeal, I think, toward like being questioned about it. Um, or making yeah. a decision in the spur of in the spur of the moment, like which it's because it's more centered on, like I need to protect the people around me as my instinct. Yeah, yeah. What what was the belief again? As, as I must not said? let it happen again. I must not let it happen again. I think it would be interesting to see how that is challenged because I kind of 
see his arc being like being able to be more brave and feel more mm-hmm. in control, and so he doesn't um, feel as responsible because he feels like he can take care of himself and the people and the people around him he can trust. Oh, I I think it's like ninety ninety five percent, but I don't know how to. I don't know how I would change it because I I love everything you're saying. Yeah, the change. I yeah, that's and I had tr- trouble with the wording because the change is very much like the fear that you feel isn't real. So it wouldn't mm-hmm. change like one word in the sentence. It would change the whole concept behind right. the sentence. Yeah, like it's like, not going to happen again, or I can protect myself, or you know, other people can protect themselves. Not to not be consumed by fear. But that's not like that's not where he is right now. Right now, he's consumed by fear. Belief, my fear is what keeps me safe. Instinct, I can't let it happen again. That's that's a good one. I like that a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah, my fear keeps me safe is a really strong belief. I like that. It's a very mousy belief. <laughs> uh, Marx is extremely high-minded. Their belief Yo, is... No! <laughs> <laughs> Their belief is no mouse should go hungry while any mouse grows fat. Great. Mm. This is good. This is That's this actually is where I started belief. with this whole dang character. Like, that was the first thing I put down. That was a really mm-hmm. good start. Um, and their instinct is... I'm debating between two different wordings here. Either I must always help the hungry and injured, or I am responsible for the hungry and injured. Well, I, I, if we want to talk about instincts at the same time, I like always better. I uh, yeah, instinct a, like, is how I your character reacts. Uh, I wanted to put responsible for, but then it started feeling more like a belief than an instinct. Exactly. Like the what, instinct is, I will go help them now. Right. Uh, an instinct usually... Uh, has something like always, never, or if then. It is an action yeah. that is instinctual. It's a reflex, you know. Mm. Yeah. Uh, are we gonna Are we gonna put them together then? For, like belief and instinct. I mean, sure. me and Dvac just did. Uh, <laughs> well, for mine, I'll I'll say that maybe Tander's instinct is find the the. What's the what's the best solution to this situation? What's what's the outcome that's the best for everybody? Coming off his belief of love, making things like, better. Like, wow. I always look for a perfect answer. Yeah. Maybe it that's might good. be like a, an extension of his like sort of naive worldview that there is a perfect yeah. solution to any problem. Exactly what I was going to say. I like yeah. that wording because "perfect" is a very complicated word. Yeah. Yeah, it is. especially when used by not complicated people. Yeah. yeah. So for for my belief, um, I actually just had the Hippocratic Oath uh, to just first do no harm. <laughs> um, sure. Which I didn't know if that would like work for a belief, but like she very much like prefers to find like nonviolent solutions to mm-hmm. anything and everything. I- I mean, it works when part of our job is, like, forcing animals out of our paths. Yeah, like, she would always rather see something, like, scared away or driven yeah. away than, like, to Kill cause, it. like, or harm to it. That could even get in our way in the way of, like, let's make a new path around it instead. Yeah. Let's draw a whole new map rather than... Yeah, basically. Um, I, I would encourage you to uh, think of how to make it more, like guard specific or setting specific but mm-hmm. it is a it is a strong central idea for sure yeah 
I well, do. Uh, like... It could be something uh, like this, this, like, life is precious sort of thing. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, all life is precious. Or... All life, all life has worth or something like that. But even that's like, I don't know how to make it, like, super mm. guard specific, mousy. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, how do I make this mousier? Um... <laughs> Mm, I'll think about it. Oh, and then I guess for instinct, um, hers yeah. was that she uh, always like I'll always protect the ones that I love. Oh, <laughs> we're making anime. <laughs> it's okay, guys. I made the sad mom character. <laughs> like, thank God she's a mouse, so she can't have like the dying mom anime braid like hairstyle. <laughs> Is she not always wearing a, a like a, a an apron? An apron, yeah. She's <laughs> always got oven mitts on for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> Makes it really hard to hold a sword. <laughs> yeah, Francesca. Because I was originally doing a sort of a tactician character, but that's kind of changed recently. Uh, okay. So the old saying about an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. I was kind of wanting to put that in there because one of her things is going on these patrols, fighting off the dangerous predators and clearing the paths and basically it's like the sweat we pour now prevents blood spilled by innocent mice that is cool that is uh better spill sweat than blood is a pretty good belief yeah for sure that's like poetic as heck too I know I really like it (laughs) Uh, do you have any instinct ideas? Oh, I was trying to think of something to play into that. Because it's basically her whole reason for joining in. Because I want to think that, because like I said, her mom received a kind of a grievous injury while in the guard. And she thinks that with proper planning, we can prevent more injuries to our mice like that. So I'm hearing something like never advance without a plan. Something like that, yeah. That that works, yeah. I was thinking it always, but the never is more elegant. Yeah. Never go in without a plan. Yeah. Or maybe never go in without a way out. <laughs> I mean, we're probably going to get ambushed, but that kind of plays into the whole fighting against our beliefs and instincts. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Let's see. Have we heard from Poor Weather's mouse uh, no, belief and instinct-wise? Uh, so this is when, like, my, like the ideas for my scientist and bard character would divert pretty significantly, so this is going to be for the scientist one in particular. I had an idea for instinct, but I'm a little less clear on belief right now. Okay. Instinct kind of overlaps a little bit with the one that was just said. The one I had in mind was, like, um, basically something along the lines of, before, like, getting involved in a situation, make sure you understand all the details, or all the information you can, or something along those lines. Basically, you fought, like, first fall back and analyze the situation but I can't figure out how to phrase that eloquently um, it might be like my original thing of never head in straight in without a plan uh, that's what I meant when I said they were kind of in common I mean we have a lot of characters who we've, we're building two mirrors here is what we've been yeah. doing this whole time I guess, uh, so if I guess you want to like qualitatively different like, what did, what did you end up going with, Francesca, for your instinct? Uh, never get into danger without at least a plan, path out. Okay, so never go in without a way out. Okay. So if you wanted to do the, the planning version of, like... Well, I was, I don't know, I guess I was focusing less on, like, the 
the planning aspect and more like you know and more just like nev not not necessarily in practical use, just to make sure you understand everything about every about whatever you're doing before you do it. I must always weigh the options. Yeah, I guess that's that's a good way to put it. What do you think, Ironicus? Yeah, always weigh the op. Yeah, I like always weigh the options. That's. I feel like it's still not quite right, but I can like it should be. I think that plays into your character concept really well. I've been thinking about beliefs to pitch to you. My my job is to protect my people. That's a, that's a pretty. I don't know. Um. And I picked some of those words very carefully. Yeah. Uh. I also uh, I had like an I like I had like one which was uh, you know something generic like you know wisdom can overcome anything or whatever, but that's like. I'm not really, really certain yet, uh, so I'd still like some time to think about it uh, before I can okay. leave. For uh, sure, for sure. The, you could write down a saying, like, the pen is mightier than the sword, while cliche is a good belief. Yeah, it's, yeah I, guess, I guess it is, so it could... Uh... And, I mean, even so, some of these that we're workshopping are better than some of the ones in the samples. Like, we're, we're doing yeah. very well, I think. Yeah. I'll build a good name for the mouse guard. That's... <laughs> come on. Yeah, one guess who wrote that. Like, come on. <laughs> Chris. Like, even on the page opposite is uh, uh, I must embody the true ideals of the guard, which is almost the same, but much better. Baron is not, like, a part of the books, right? Like, he's a, he's no. a Baron is character. Not. Uh, <laughs> OC, do not steal. Yeah. Ba Baron what? is uh, RPG source book exclusive. <laughs> Did we read the part his uh, instinct as well, which was anticipate what the patrol leader needs? Oh, which reads yeah. like that's like oh I I only have one job on my resume and I need to make it look really good. <laughs> I have no idea how to describe it. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, I need Chris fired from my patrol. The cannon mice actually have yes. super good beliefs. Wow, I, I just looked it up all up and I was completely off base. They're really good. Wait, Kenzie which, which is not what you, you fight but what you fight yeah. for. The the grain peddler, th those are the ones, like the actual cannon mice, they have yeah. darn good beliefs and instincts. Yeah. I don't know what happened with Chris. <laughs> uh, the, 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 the male died in the first encounter. <laughs> Chris, you know, he, he, got, he went into the... He, as soon as he got access to the storeroom, he just loaded everything up into his cart and he, you know, skipped, uh, skipped town for Weasel Country. Here's, here's the, okay. the, belief, the belief of the sample character on page 291. One day I'll be done with this, but for now, once more into the fray. That's a good belief. That's a yeah, good I belief. like that one. Nice. I actually was just looking through the examples. Poor that you might want to steal this one. Oh, Reason sorry. is the best guide to right action. That's... that's that, that is good. But it's yeah, almost, that's a good one. Uh, yeah, How about I? I am superior to all good. other mice in the territories. <laughs> is, that, is that Baron Twizzlers? <laughs> no. You could just at that point you could just write down I'm the motherfucking best and like just have that be your belief. Believe I'm the best is pretty dang good. <laughs> belief uh, belief uh, flexes in. Uh. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm late here, but I, I realized that I never said an instinct. So I wanted oh, to yeah. give mine. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, so sorry. No, it's okay. I, I didn't have one. I, I was thinking about it. So, okay. um, but I, I, I boiled it down to take action against all odds. That's, yeah, that's pretty good. That's good. That's, that's good. Yeah, I like that. It encourages reckless danger, which is always a plus. <laughs> and yeah. sometimes exactly what you need. <laughs> yeah, and like, cause, cause her, her whole like idea is that like, 
it, no matter like how she feels about it or like how long she feels about it, like it's worse off if she doesn't do anything at all. So she is taking, mm -hmm. but but she does try to like she doesn't mean she's always going to act like recklessly immediately. You know what I mean? It just means that no matter what, take action in, in some form, do something to contribute. So uh, thank you all for joining us. We have a few. Uh, I's to dot and T's to cross before we start playing, but I hope you at home listening uh, have a pretty clear idea of the, the mice we will be playing with and going on these adventures. Uh, if you'd like to learn more background to the uh, campaign before episode one, there's going to be a Feats Q&A that is to be recorded, but probably going up right around the same time as this did. Uh, and we are so excited to uh, play together and with you, and it's going to be great. But, uh, yep, tune in next time for the first episode of Mouse Cops. <laughs> yeah. Yay. Oh. Close enough. Good night, folks. Good night, folks. Good night. Good night.